I'm good. I'm I'll take, good. I'll take what he's having, and I am Quincy Jones. Go. <laughs> See how I did that there? And, of course, it's Doc Lesnar, the only hip-hop hybrid, and so on and so on. How do you know? Oh, you check? Uh, and this is the Quincy Jones Show. Let's just get to it, dog. We had a hell of a weekend. I, I'm on a high right now. You know. Again, I'll take what he's having. <laughs> Why you being stingy over there, folk? Hey, man. Well, I mean, on a personal note, our sister did get married, which was a, just a beautiful. Congratulations. Oh, well, yes, to the new uh, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson there. But uh, then we had All Out, my dude. And they that did that. we yeah. did. Um, it's, it's, I mean, like you said, they, took to the sky on a natural high. <laughs> to yeah. the moon. Man, yeah. Um, they. Uh, we talked about it. It, it lived up. And, uh, I mean... But we are going to definitely get into that, but a lot of news basically stems off of this show. Am I right? I mean, it's just, yeah, let's just keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, got, I got a random pair of news I can hit you with right now. Yeah, that'd be good. Bret Hart. Ooh. Joining the liquor game. <laughs> oh, man, of course. Announced to have partnered with Romero Distilling Company in Calgary, Alberta. Okay. They are, quote, truly the best there is when it comes to making premium luxury rum. Oh, Rom, okay. Stay tuned for more to come. Yeah, you, uh, I bet you he talked to Killer Cam when he came and did that whole, you know, deal <laughs> with the song and the, and was it like insurance or something? It was like a legal team or some sort he, he of thing. He's trying to get pink over He had that pink attack, you know what I mean? So I wonder, he was like, yeah, man, I went ahead and did the scissor. Let me hook you up, Ramiro. <laughs> you know, yeah. Distillery. Oh, you know, we used to get it in Ohio. Yeah, you know, hey, just get it. Wild Hunted was good. Eat some soup, you'll be good. <laughs> Just have a little bit of soup. Yeah, man. Uh, another. I mean, this is another random. T- I mean, nothing more, much, nothing less to say. This is, I guess, not necessarily all out exclusive, but I did want to bring up because uh, he announced it himself. Mm. Don't know if you saw this that Will Osprey actually is a uh, test positive for COVID. He's dealing with that right now. Damn. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, I I love. I think he just came back. I don't remember what the name of the uh, was it Resurgence or New Japan that they had at the in L.A. not too long ago. I know he showed up there looking healthy and ready to get back to defending that title, man. So, stay healthy, champ. Stay healthy. That's all I can say. I mean, man. you know, I mean, that's all we can. Yeah. We can only uh, wish. I was gonna say wish well wishes. Well, yeah, that's you know? it. Yeah. You know, because we bought that coin. Hello, holla, how, how you doing? <laughs> What's going on? But all out, man. They went all out. I mean, look, I I was texting y'all. Like, I felt like this was a damn near perfect show. Yeah. Top to bottom. Like, you know, there were certain matches where I'm like, oh, we could have gone, you know, more or less, uh, whatever, right? Yeah, I, but, I think maybe time, like a little bit of shaved time here and there, which is, yeah, you know. I, I agree. Like, there are some matches that probably they had moments where they probably could have ended yeah, uh, a little bit sooner and still have, you know, same effect or whatever. But it's pay-per-view season, baby. We got to let it all hang out. Yeah. It's all out, baby. Yeah, I was about to say, it's what a so name like was, that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I was, I was thinking, I'm like, Cody wasn't on there. I think that may yeah. have been like a, 
A first, he hasn't been on the big show. I think it's kind of telling because, you know, they're still building up I'm to... I'm sure behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you got yeah. Alistair running through the Nightmare family, so I don't think that... There's no one he could have faced at this point, storyline-wise, without it jumping the, the shark a little bit. You know what I mean? That would have made sense on that grand of a stage. But that being said, I mean, the had, card that they had, yeah. I, I thought, you know... Uh, it's, it's pretty you know, solid. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. so, too. I mean, I mean, and even if it was something that I, I don't think I was... You know, too interested in that it was still an entertaining match. It wasn't like anything. I didn't fast forward through anything. You know no, what I mean? No. Um, I can't say the same for uh, a lot of wrestling shows all the time. Yeah. And that's just not biased towards AEW or WWS both shows, you know? No, I mean, like, even in our personal chat, you were really commending the structure uh, of the card. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I thought that the uh, the way that they broke it up and, and the way that, I mean, I was surprised a little bit, like I told you guys, that we did get the Young Bucks cage match a little early, but... When you think about it, it gives the rest of the time for the rest of the card to breathe yes, and, and gives it enough time for people to actually give it an honest uh, look and honest interest to yeah. build it, you know, within it. And you don't really cheat anyone too much of a of a uh, of an audience. Yeah. Um, the only time it was kind of scattered was because there was a match that, that took time to build, and that's the women's casino battle royal. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And we see, and I, as I was going to say, it was like not to not to delve into anything too specific right away. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like some of the things are just uh, maybe small mistakes that continue to haunt them. Uh, I'd like the theme of the casino battle royale, but I think if it's not double or nothing, like or in all in, which doesn't seem to be coming back. It seems like it's permanently all out. I don't know if there's you need to do it outside of double or nothing. A and then B. It's like I get the theme, but also if you are going to do outside that, I don't know if bringing five women at one time or five talents at a time because they do it with the men too. You get that one grand entrance of like the yeah, big true. name that runs ahead a of the bit pack, of a, overshadowing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and not everyone gets the time. And like we said, some of them, especially some of the ladies, uh, you know, this past weekend weren't in the ring that long. You know, to at yeah, least get very a, true. You know, like, Kira Hogan got knocked out pretty quick. Exactly, and, and I feel like she's getting a little underused in my opinion. But yeah, and I get she um, got she got a pair. Dude, there's a lot of girls I've been in yeah, line before her. De- so I definitely, get it, you know? but like that, and I thought the end of the Jericho match probably could have got there without the whole re- grand. And like it, I think that they spent a little too much time restarting the match. So other than that, I thought everything was great and didn't really overwelcome its stay. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the only thing I had to say, like as far as notes, uh, you know, obviously there was. I think I joked. I'm like, yeah. Besides that, that moonsault botch from Omega, this was a damn near perfect. Yeah, show, you know. But, but then even then, but, he, he he landed an even difficult yeah, one yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I have to say though, like there was one thing I actually did remember is uh, two matches doing the same exact spot, and that was the the nine. And a half count out spot, like I'm dead, and then uh, yeah, you know, Mark and in. I talked about that um, as well. Yeah, so I mean, if I could have not had that, yeah, in both matches that would have been good, and you know, yeah. one, one, you know, but at the same time, I got to commend him, at least as far as I know. I didn't see the pre show, which you know, if I know who's in it, it may have been one, but on the main show, I only counted yeah. one destroyer, yeah, know, in the one in one match, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to remember if we, d- I think there might have been one destroyer, probably, yeah, because it was a 10 man tag with all those wild. I th- and that's yeah, why yeah. I figure, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Let me apologize because there was the, the 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 Pittsburgh Sunrise as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there was that. But um, other than that, dude, like I, I I did like it. I think uh, the last note I I really had, you know, I, I told you was um, historically, you know, back on the order of the card, it's usually the women's match that would be the cool off for the main event. Yeah, or the bathroom break um, or whatever. Yeah, you call but, it. yeah. And I said I told you I thought it was smart to go with the Paul White match because you know seemingly. 
I want to say it's meaningless, but it's not really built on much. Yeah. Anyways, but you know, he still kept it short, sweet, and entertaining. It wasn't like we had to sit through it and try to give it any type of. No, respect, not at you know all. I mean? They knew exactly what they needed to do. How to much kind of time reset, to do it right? in? Yeah, reset. Yeah. Like you said, continue to let it breathe. I mean, they added um, some some match updates. I always remember from yeah, Dynamite yeah. and Rampage for the rest of the week to kind of hype. Yeah, no, they did. For the ne- I mean, they, it was yeah. a hell of a broadcast. I mean, and then, Jr. has uh, got to stop saying Big Show. Other than yeah, that, yeah, you know other what than I mean? that, and, uh, and we talked about how physical, physically enamoring almost the main event was when you didn't. I won't say you didn't really care as much going into everything else, but it was a hell of a main event. It yeah, was, I, I like. Know? I mean, because there even was, without the ending, like, yeah, you know, what I mean, th- there was also it's like I said because of all the announcements and stuff. Because we also got that promo from uh, from Malachi as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you know the announcements for Suzuki versus Moxley for the yeah. homecoming. Yeah, which so is it's insane. like, yeah. So it's like, oh wait, we're getting kind of juiced up again. Like, hold up, what's yeah. going on? So we it's got like spoiled. Then it's like, sense, yeah. boom, like oh, and oh, don't forget, we got this this match with, mm. and I, I like you said, I very much enjoyed the Christian Cage Kenny Omega match. Um, it was cool. It yeah. was really. I mean, I liked I liked the first one on Rampage, but I think I liked this one just a little bit. better. Yeah, I think I said enamoring because in a way it pulled me in, but yeah, even it got more yeah. physically engaging. Seriously, like yeah, it even was... with that, that, that the table spot, all that stuff. Yeah, so. the only notes I had for the main event is that it was fire. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, and obviously we should probably you know note the, 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 the CM Punk first yeah, match. Yeah, obviously I, that was that, he, dude. That was a great match. He yeah. did not lose a step, but I mean, I, the interesting thing is you showed me how they kind of. Plucked yeah. little little gems from from Bret Hart versus uh, one two three kid, and it's still and and, and even because even you know when what he I hit did? that that's that's the, the the front flip on the outside, yeah, I was like, Santon. I was like, he don't always do that. I'm like, isn't that like a Joey Janela move that he does? And I was like, who did he get that from? That was so familiar. Yeah, and I've then seen when he showed me the match, I'm the, like, oh yeah, man. See, I've I'm seen like, him do it on the indies, and it's crazy because one oh, two okay. three kind of whiffs it a bit because he's yeah. always been either overshoots it or, or he, he slips, slips, and he's yeah. done it a couple times. I know, very... I know, he slipped bad on Ray when he was against. Ray oh yeah, 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 oh yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, no. Literally, when I saw that footage, I literally was like Johnny. I was like uncanny. <laughs> it's like <laughs> impressive. But, yeah, most but, impressive. But it, yeah, <laughs> a it was a uh, great, great, great match. Great match yeah. back. Um, yeah. And I even thought, to your point, with that whole double nine count spot. We don't see that from Jericho a lot. We see it more from Darby. So I feel like True. Darby should have just been left with that designated spot. I mean, you know what I, I mean, and I mean, when you look at it both adds sides more to his of it, character. Like, CM Punk was like willing to take the crowd count out win, but then a guy like MJF, of course, he'll take the count out win to put yeah. away Jericho. So it's hard to, in, you know, in, in retrospect, who should have actually rightfully had the spot. But yeah. I don't think that. I mean, because I think they were not necessarily one after each other, but they were close, right? Yeah, because don't get me wrong, it was a. Well, heat seeker on the apron, that was so nice. it was yeah. warranted that it was a true. long. You Very know what I mean? True. Yeah. But I just felt like he could have kind of got going like at seven and, and dragged himself in. You know what I mean? Like it. It was just maybe because those matches are so maybe a, a match or two in between. That's I think why so. it was hard yeah, not that, to think yeah, about that. that. Yeah. And, and, but you know, like I think the only other thing I had to say was like even people who won. Yeah, like I mean, I thought it was very smart to open with the TNT Championship yeah. and Eddie. That was a good and, good match. Yeah, dude. they had a really good match, and then like just the crowd was great. They loved Ruby Soho. I, I mean, I guess, you know, yeah. we got, obviously got to bring that up. Yeah, got to bring up the the other uh, debuts. That I mean, is it debuts or more just like, oh hey, finally you're here. We could finally say that you're actually you know yeah signed. And you know, we got yeah. Adam Cole, Bebe. Yeah, and, and coming back to to life. Yeah, yeah, of course. I lo- you know, love that. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, let's just, we can do this. Because, like, what I like, too, was there was a lot of uh, 
uh, social media buzz about just a, this event. Jericho himself wrote, you know, he tweeted tonight the game changed. Dot 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 at AEW. You had told me what CM Punk had wrote, yeah, which was in that, retrospect from yeah, 2013. Back, yeah, he wouldn't when he wrote. You know, originally this shit ain't fun no more. Or, oh, you can't write shit. Like, what do you mean? I just shit my pants. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. Like, well, he's like, all right, this poo ain't fun in, anymore. And then, you know, seven years later, this shit is fun again. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, I, I I think I told you the fun thing about that was Bray Wyatt liked that. Yeah. Oh yeah, which was uh, very which interesting. I was, oh okay. And then I, uh, I heard Cedric Alexander, which if you guys <laughs> don't know, is the real life husband of Big Swole. Yes. And uh, his first tweet was, well, damn, dot, 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 dot. And then it was like, I'm so jealous of that swole world right now, which, you know, I don't know if that's him like, yeah, I'm trying to get cut loose. Like, let me go over there. He's like, <laughs> you uh, know what I mean? Because he's like, I mean, Triple H ain't got my back on the main roster. So. Yeah. But uh, what, uh, what I heard, and, and not for not trying, but just you know, yeah, not anymore, right? Yeah, it's, it's just, just not that. Yeah, a lot of those guys are kind of in limbo with that. Yeah. Right like, but with uh, Ruby, I was gonna say she got a lot of love. A lot of from, love, like, man. Liv Morgan, beautiful, beautiful that uh, video Tegan you sent Knox. me. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, with the yeah. with the tweets, like everyone was yeah. like, y'all. What they say, like y'all, y'all were blessed to have her or something like that. Yeah, like, just, Ke- Kevin Owens said. It's awesome when good things happen to good people, but it's even better when good things happen to great people. That's that's cool. Yeah, man. you know what I mean. So that's really and, cool. And uh, she, I was gonna say, if you guys noticed, she came out to Ruby Soho, which is the uh, song by Rancid. As it co- turns out, uh, the guitarist from the band is a huge pro wrestling fan, ah. and so he actually contacted Ruby when she got released. Like so, it was kind of one of those things that was like in a in the bag. That's you know so cool, so, man. Like it just yeah. works out like that, bro. The universe is Tony's. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Like that's that's you know you could tell she was really like, yo, word for yeah. me. Like, all right, you know what? Let's let's give them a reason for them to cheer. Let, let's yeah. go. Let's 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 run it. You know, and I I just Definitely. really. I mean, the fact that they gave her the ball to run with it, it just was the right move when you look at how much love she got when she came out. Yeah. I would have never guys, thought she would have won. Like, right? And I thought top it was three, gonna, possibly. Yeah. And I thought time. maybe Rosa, because inevitably her and Baker yeah. got to meet up I figured up that, again, too. Right? I figured that as well, because I was like, it makes sense that she's trying to work back up to that spot. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously there was a little controversy because people said that at Rio. Yeah. Actually went through the ropes, not over the ropes. So. Yeah, which was yeah a little interesting. But I'm not mad to see uh, Ruby's debut like matchup singles, you know. And if you guys get a chance, we're not gonna go through it all right now because it's way too much in this fallout. But uh, do yourself a favor, check out the media scrum uh, where Ruby was there with Tony Khan, and she yeah, expresses man. like the elation of coming into a job that you know people actually you know make you feel good for being there, and said so that she walked in and people were like, "We are so glad you're here," and she just has not had that in the last four or five years wherever she's been in the last system it's like news you know? travels and it's like oh man we gotta get her like oh yeah she even s- talked about she she was like all right tony so what are you looking for she was like i, didn't hear I about just that. want you to be, be you. you which is like, she's like not, i haven't had that in so she, long like she, no one's like wanted that from her just yeah. because it's like they know she's different but then they want to kind of control the, mm-hmm. the 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 character or the the direction of how far they can go and how far they want to take them right yeah and it's like Oh, but you want me to go this extreme, but not go extreme for the title? Like, okay, fuck off. You know yeah. what I mean? We also got uh, Minoru. Oh, dude, was Suzuki Minoru, dog. Yeah. That was my like. I liked the match with Satoshi. Yeah. I did. And yeah, then, Kojima. And, like, and yeah, I feel like it was a red herring. Something told me I was like, there's something coming. Like, Cause you the, know, yo, because shout out to the fans again. They gave Kojima bad love. They too. did. I they was really telling did. Mark the same. I was like, you know what? Maybe they were just in a room full of purists. That that acknowledge like it doesn't matter how old the guy is. They acknowledge like this is a treat. 
for any yeah. real wrestling fan because they definitely gave, they gave him, him a response. Like yeah. he was like one of the top stars in Japan. Like where I was like, okay, I feel like I'm gonna go ahead and do Had some research. Do some on. Yeah, you know, yeah. like kind of, which is what it's about too, man. Just kind of, you know, each one teach one in a, in a bit. Exactly. So. Yeah. In the moments, bro. So that we had that. We had the Ruby Soho thing. Um, you know, I was surprised that we didn't get the Lana thing, knowing that she, she yeah, had Yeah, even if and it then, was not involved in the yeah, finish, yeah, if maybe she just showed up on stage to, like, give him a congratulatory kiss while, like, Eddie's just there staring, like, I'm going to get you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that is just funny, because I, I just can't hear him <laughs> the way he's yeah. like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. No, but honestly, the thing you sent me, the extended version of that, uh, that yeah, promo, promo was right. way better. Yeah, way I was better. like... He did great, but then I was yeah. like, oh, they, they probably oh, they, played they that on YouTube. But yeah, then just that's why yeah. I was, yeah, because they, I was like, the first, like, what, 30, 30 seconds they didn't use? Yeah. Um, and it was really good. Disheartening. Um, yeah, it was just, just like, you're rooting it's for the Eddie, guy. It's Eddie, dude. Like, you're let him talk. You're rooting for yeah. the guy. Definitely. <laughs> but um, also, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention, obviously, Brian Danielson as yes, well. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I didn't think they were going to give us both. I mean, that was crazy. I mean, it's kind of like I said in this Because other the chat. Adam Cole thing was more like, it was like, Maybe we'll see him after we know Brian's coming for sure. But the fact that yeah. we got Adam first, I was like, oh, so this is actually... And the, dude, the music... <laughs> the music's hard, yeah. It, it, it's, oh, it's like definitely better than whatever NXT cooked up for him post-Undisputed. Era. Yeah, man. It's like a way Which, well, better... I, he had the shirt already, like I told you. He had the Titans on, I told you. I'm like... Yeah. They already knew this was cooking up. Oh yeah, I like, mean, you know? and, and to delve into that just a small bit, yeah, uh, yeah, for you know, sure. he was also. You guys go ahead check the scrum. Some of the highlights he talks about, you know, obviously, you know, when he realized his contract was coming up, he says him and WWE both did not realize. They both thought it was December, and then one day he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be talking options in December," and they were like, "Nope, we're talking in like a few days," and that's when it became more real. Like, oh, and he found out. So, but obviously, you guys know he did the extension to, to you know, stay and do yeah. the Kyle program. You know, low. that's one of his best friends. That is very important. But you know, and yeah. he also talks about how he's been at AW events, which we kind of forget sometimes. But like to support. Britt Baker yeah. and has been at different events and you know he kind of always events as well yeah know? like like so you know it's very Plus interesting going in it definitely <laughs> check out that scrum really yeah. good but I like you know the minute he said the only people that can be on my level are not here or already retired and yeah. he said are already dead I, and then because shout out to you know because sometimes they don't have the best timing but the lights went out no, right yeah, away light man the music hit, hit exactly yeah. when it needed to but as soon as he said that I said oh it's Adam Cole time for but, sure but, but for the lights to hit I'm like oh and I was like thinking I'm like are we, are we going to bring back the uh, the uh, not the druids but the uh, mm. the the I forgot what they called him, but they had the whole thing with when they brought back Ryan, uh, Joey Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot what they actually yeah, they called have... him, but they were like penis druids, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. But uh, so I thought that was a good touch. I still had hope because you know, like I said, Cole came out the the heel tunnel. Part of me wouldn't let that go to be, you know, because I was very much enamored. The, the, the whole stadium shook. I don't know if you saw what Pat McAfee said, which I didn't I did. realize it was that real with them. And they have, unless he's keeping k No, no, he's keeping k I mean, because it's a lot yeah. of fuck that guy. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, it was like yeah. a lot, you know. But, but he's but, like, but but last night, though. <laughs> yeah. He even admits how hard that hit, like that, yeah. that pose, you know. Yeah. So, but, uh, so, yeah, it was. I think that was great. It's good to see him back in the elite, especially yeah. the actual super elite, because he is actually... The super, one that made super the super click, early, yeah, or the super click, you know what I'm saying? So, but uh, you're right. I mean, it, it, they did spoil us. I, I did hear they were gonna move up Danielson because they were worried about the 22nd yeah. being able to have yeah. fans there. So it's like yeah, I because, thought it was smart too, and I heard uh, they, they wanted to jump on the momentum that Punk started. They they just had the whole uh, 
mask requirement and the uh, yeah. the, the Vax card mandate now yeah. in, in New York. I just got word that, you know, going to the, because I'm going to be at the Arthur Ashe show yeah. on the 22nd, that, yeah, you, I'm going to have to bring mine. So a lot of people have been like, and like, you know, shout out to Justin. You yeah. know what I mean? He had some, He showed me a picture of him at a pizza food place. He's like, man, they already asking for vaccines. And he showed, and he took a picture of, like, these dudes in front of him. He's like, these dudes are acting like straight Karens already. Man, that's I crazy. I was like, damn, dude. That's, that's crazy. But, but you know, sh- I'm hoping things are going to be cool because there has been some flooding up there yeah. uh, with the storms and everything. So I'm hoping everything's going to be good, man. Yeah. So, uh, and, I, and I will say this. Uh, just before going right to Danielson as well. That and it, yeah, it's more like and more with, details on the Adam Cole stuff. Yeah, it, <laughs> is, I, I did hear that um, supposedly, quote, Bruce Pritchard really put the hooks to Cole. Um, Meaning, like, he was trying not to let him go? or you No, know, like, yeah, trying, not, like, or, like, to make him make a decision, apparently. Uh, I also heard Thursday night ahead of the weekend, they really made a big power play to try to, like, Offer him something supposedly ahead of the eight, you know, all elite, uh, you know, all these, all elite's big weekend, I should say. But it would also said that quote, much of the company expected him to be heading to AEW as of last weekend, which sounds to me they're just trying to spin the narrative, you know, like, no, we, why, why would we, we, we be at his mercy? We, we gave him everything he wanted. He's the one who who didn't yeah. fucking want to be rich. But I know <laughs> something that did come out that you wanted to talk on that I know you've. Uh, uh, was it Pro Wrestling Spotlight? Justin, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, it's it is a report I th- uh, from what I heard. I've seen that it also been reported uh, by Ringside News as well. Uh, but it said that when Vince McMahon met with Adam Cole, because I remember we were talking, you had a lot of information about that. Yeah. You know, him going up to see him. Uh, I think what would you say like during SmackDown or something? Yeah, right? SmackDown sat down with him. They said, "Oh, I got these people pitching this and pitching that." Like just you know, soon pending it, it, your your signature, basically. But but there was like this quote of like, "Would you?" It was, oh yeah, that that somebody I can't remember who it was, but I believe it was for me the Sports Skeeta or Fightful that had said basically that. I got the pit like whatever they're pitching is not at all like the fans should not get their hopes up. Yeah, okay. It's basically what what the, it was along the lines of. So. And yeah, it said the reports said that uh, McMahon wanted Cole to be on the main roster, but nobody specifically said he would be wrestling. Mm-hmm. Their idea was to go a totally different way with his talents and utilize his speaking ability above everything else. After he debuted for AEW, Cole admitted that he had no bad experiences with McMahon, uh, but we were told by a tenured member of the creative team that WWE's main roster pitch for Adam Cole would have seen him become a heel manager on SmackDown. No proposed client for Mr. Bebe was mentioned. It just, to me, uh, the reason why that wouldn't work is because he's already highlighted SmackDown in a match against Daniel Bryan. And are you going to bring him back to SmackDown as a non-wrestling role? Like, I don't know. Sounds like a waste. Like, yeah, you're, you're utilizing yeah. his talking, but it, he's entering. It. You literally, you talk about, like, a guy, you know, that doesn't fit the mode, especially has the accent like AJ, but he's, like, the second coming of HBK. I was going to say, Cole's, yeah, yeah. like, the and third coming people, of HBK to me. Yeah. You know, like, he just gets wrestling. So no, he he, the character work and everything, he's, he's really great. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if, if it was up to me, I would want him to try to bulk up and get some more defined muscle but if that's not like a killer for me like i would based on knowing what his draw is i would i would still sign him alone yeah you know what i mean yeah. so but and other than that i mean 
I think he kind of knew what the direction and the writing on the wall was when he's like looking around, like especially oh, when he's repeatedly said his Twitch is a non-negotiable. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. not. He, he's been saying for weeks it's not going anywhere, regardless of where he ends up. So he was very adamant about that, and I don't know. You know, I mean, because Paige still has hers, so I don't know what her relationship is like with WWE. Because I mean, the thing is, it's like I mean, she's not they a, can at least let her get some money since she's not fucking wrestling. Yeah, exactly. That which is, I think, the maybe the, the exception assholes. there. But, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, even to your uh, much to the quote you read, you're right. Adam Cole did not disparage his four years in WWE, and you guys should definitely uh, go back. Like I said, that media media scrum has a lot of cool stuff, like Daniel Bryan. Who uh, you know, moving yeah, on. He's he, he's talking his shit right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I know and he had that big like, LFG at the said, end of the night. Yeah, Let's fucking he said go. this ain't cookie cutter. This ain't Daniel Bryan. This is Brian fucking Daniel. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember it, he used to do that shit in Ring of Honor, like kick that whole kick their fucking face off. Yeah, like love shit. that. Like, and if you guys know what we're talking about, he had some scrum time as well, where he said, "I'm not here like Punk who wants to help people. I'm trying to kick their fucking heads off." It's literally yeah. what he said. I think so. he said kick their heads in too, yeah, like yeah. a different way. I'm like. Okay, this fool's trying to just yeah. fucking kill niggas. But okay. some, uh, you know, <laughs> if you guys were surprised, like we said, it was cool to see Adam, or not Adam, but well, obviously Adam Cole, but Daniel Bryan, or not Daniel Bryan, but Brian Danielson. I get used to that, just like you said. But Brian and Cole obviously have recent history, which is really cool. You know what I mean? From that SmackDown showdown yeah, uh, that they could kind of play recent. off in a actual, like, give him more time, I, I'm you know, more, not I'm circumstantial storyline. Uh, interested to see who they're going to try to, you know, team up. Uh, you know, to, to to or like try to team together with because it seems like they're gonna move towards like a an overtaking of the the elite power going on right now because yeah, you know they added a, a sick with a sixth member or was yeah. it a seventh member. I was just telling Mark, I was like, are That's they gonna a seventh member? I think right. Uh, kind of yeah, because because you got Cutler, Cutler, yeah, but yeah, they got some fall guys. But I was like, if you think about it, you got Omega's world champ, you got the tag team champs and the Good Brothers, and then when they bring the trios, you can do the super click stuff again. Like yeah, that's very you could true. like really switch it up in a sense. But yeah, I, I, I'm with that. Um, I did love Bri uh, Brian's new look, even though it almost felt like a repeat of Brock. Well, I, I, I <laughs> think I, I, mean? I, like, I sent I send you that meme. Uh, -uh. I, I put I, I put it together because I was like, I found a picture of both looking the same way, and I was like. We want shocking returns. We got shocking returns at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> but yeah, it but was. It just, was, uh, yeah, it was I was expecting the final countdown. I have some news on that. The reason why we didn't hear that, which is if you guys don't know, is, is the song he made. He used to come out to on the indies, and it's just kind of very synonymous with the American Dragon uh, character. Yeah. Europe wanted way too much money to license that song. Damn. And so instead, they must Brian went they and must got. Need it, huh? Yeah, they must. I mean, it's probably their biggest one in the world. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to be I like mean, that. Th th then take it off fucking uh, TikTok so people can stop making memes out yeah, of it. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So, well, you know, you know how it goes. If or, you I'm put, sorry, reels. reels. Sorry, guys. But uh, apparently, Brian, uh, his music, which is obviously uh, uses some of Flight of the Valkyrie, yeah. he went to a friend of his who remixed it with, like, you know, kind of has like the, those hip hop drums and stuff yeah. like that. So that's where that theme came from, basically. Yeah, I, so. I did hear that. It was like, it, it was an unfinished version. He does have the finished version out now. I mean, I was just thinking, I don't know why he just doesn't use the same one since it is like, it's not like anyone. Yeah, really owns it, or you know, I mean, I guess they do, but it's not like you couldn't just. I would think it's public forum because it's like I've heard it in commercials, right? You yeah, know what I mean. So, uh, you know, different uh, movies and stuff they've used it for different scenes. So, um, but you know what? In the spirit of all these uh, rumors and stuff coming true and in your window, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because uh, uh, there, there's a little bit more stuff coming out because uh, it's. 
It's like just, I said, it's a crazy time in wrestling. Yeah. I was, and um, I will say that just to cap that off, can you? That's a big. Like we said, big weekend for AEW. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, a, Adam Cole, right? Not always Chicago. Am I right? Yeah, not always <laughs> Chicago. Thanks, Punk. Uh, and uh, you know, Ru- Ruby Soho. And then we had like you know Minoru show up. But literally to those three, WWE said it's no big loss. And then <sighs> when it came to wow. Punk being there, they said, "Good, that's their headache now." And what headache would that be? Just For, wanting to not fucking wrestle sick yeah. and hurt, or Triple H. I mean, and I'm not just like a, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just a hop on the bandwagon seeing, but like no, you're not. Like I, I I I urge you, listen to his interview, and I know that's just his side of the story. Yeah, listen to the art of wrestling interview. I mean, that's it's two parter. Yeah, but you can get a real accurate, uh, just telling of what he's going through his mind yeah. emotionally and mentally his mindset, yeah yeah at that right like it's like health right. scare yeah yeah and I on mean, that note check out the scrum again because daniel bryan lets you know why it wasn't easy to go to AEW, but he describes the decision making to go to leave wwe to go to AEW. so i know there's a lot of wwe faithful yeah, that get mad that. at yeah. you know AEW, but go ahead check it out man don't don't cancel brian danielson okay but you know you're right because of all this we had to know that it would shake some branches, you know, in this uh, wrestling tree. And honestly, oh. some things are starting to, you know, shake loose. Am I right? Uh, I think, y- are you alluding to... It's, okay, so I remember I told you guys yesterday, there mm-hmm. was, a, and this is officially broken by Sean Rassaps and all, you know, you guys mm-hmm. will take it as an actual face value. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, breaking news, Fightful Select has learned Kevin Owens... WWE contract is up much sooner than expected. Yes. Um, it is being set, I believe, supposedly December. Now, I heard it's January oh. 2022. Uh, oh, oh, originally, he did sign an extension to 2023, but That's it's being it said yes. that they restructured a lot of people's contracts during the pandemic, him included. So that's how we got to January right so here. So the funny thing is, uh, a few things here. Twitter business, you know, I saw oh, yeah. uh, the forum to kind of get the – the world talking, you yeah. know what I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, things brewing. He changed his uh, location yes. to almost there. Thought that was interesting. Um, and then in a now deleted tweet, uh, he had just a bunch of numbers, and I was actually, yeah, I was I, like, I think I know what this is, you know, because it was a picture of Adam Cole himself as Kevin Steen and the Young Bucks uh, back in PWG when they were known as Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Uh, the tweet also included, it said 43.8791, mm-hmm. and then in the space underneath, it was 103.4591. I double-checked immediately, and, I, and just as suspected, those are the actual coordinates yes. for Mount Rushmore, uh, which I'm like, oh, man, this is uh, this is getting pretty... Uh, and I heard his location has not changed. It still says almost there, and a lot of people allude that to, but, oh, because three out of the four are there, and we're almost, you know what I mean? It's almost complete. The Rushmore. Who knows? Mm. Because let's be oh. honest, bro. Like, the last exciting thing he did was against Sammy, but it wasn't a lot of build before. It had to jump, well, and they didn't use a lot I, of the past I, I stuff. Was, I give him his shit with, because with, the shit with Roman yeah. was good, too, character-wise. Yeah, but definitely. You knew he wasn't going to win, but the fact that they kind of just, like, stretched it out and kind of used him for three months or, I guess, three events worth of, you know, main events, it's like, all right, yeah, but I mean, can we get something? Because I looked it up. Last time he was Universal Champion was was twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's been a while, man. And and and, 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 and I mean, uh, it's like throw him the raw or something. Don't just use him for the show, and don't just use him to commentate. To, and you know, what I mean, do that's like like I don't know. It seems like they don't know what to do with a guy like Kevin Owens, and he's probably one of their bigger stars, and it's it's kind of sad. So. 
I mean, uh, to build on that, though. Uh, oh. So, with Kevin Owens' contract expiring in uh, January, there it's been uh, some talk going around that Sami Zayn's contract is supposedly oh, expires I'll, in December. I was that I was wondering that the I was like, would right? Sami stay? Right. Yeah. And um, the thing is, as a tag team, <laughs> can well, can you imagine like? He's like, wait, I can do my brain buster. Fuck you, I can do my package pile driver. Yeah. Fuck it, new generation. Fuck yep. it. I could yep. wear my mask. Like, I, I was thinking that again. as well. Yeah. Like, you know, they can actually use And then it's funny because someone was like, oh, let me, you guys hear that fucking rumor about El Generico being a complete dirtbag and ditching those orphans <laughs> to oh, come yeah, back yeah. to wrestling? I was like, that would, man. that would be funny. So that that's, I mean, it, people are, there's a lot of people that are going back and forth with whether or not that's, that's accurate news. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Sami Zayn situation, but bro, I mean, speaking of 2016, that's when he actually was on the main roster. He came up on the Royal Rumble. I looked that up as well. And the only thing he's ever done was win the uh, the IC title. You want to hear you know what I mean? Within yeah. the, the, the the five years he's been that's great. On the, it's like insane. Like he like, and I get it. He's not the quintessential like prototype of you know. I'm not dumb to see to say that he's going to be the world champion, but I think at this point. It would be smart for him to leave if that is the the, yeah, the situation besides, because yeah. you know that creative has done all they can or all they see that they want to do. Or they with want him. to do, yeah, yeah, yeah that they're willing know? to do for sure. Yeah. Well, so, it, it is funny you say 2016, sir. Man, there's a lot going be, on because um, I have a quote mm. from a talent who says in 2016 I was too eager to please. Right now, I don't really care what people think, what people say, or what people want from me. I just want to do what I want to do. I think the real difference in the point where I'm at now in my career is that in 2016, I needed WWE. I needed the limelight, and I needed to prove myself on the biggest stage. I feel right now, in 2021, no offense, but I don't need WWE. They don't need me, that's for sure, but I don't need them. I'm doing this for me now. I'm performing for myself. Mm. Words from the Prince Finn Balor. Man, so this is like it's not even just the fact that it's someone that's still currently actively exclusively contracted with them saying this mm-hmm. about them, but it's fucking wow. Yeah. And he also I mean, uh added that he did not really want to go to back to SmackDown. He did feel his NXT run kind of coming to an end and he kind of as he said, he kind of exhausted all the resources there, but he pitched to go back to NXT UK since his match with Walter never happened. And he mm. said, I guess that was too bold of a pitch. I mean, him versus uh, Dragunov, I mean. Yeah, yeah that too. But, like I mean, fucking, for him to say. Especially with the, the contacts versus the, because the, he has those red contacts. And oh, yeah, that's right. Pull out the, the Demon King. One. Yeah, I and mean, not to say he's not doing something interesting now, but I thought it was interesting how he said he pitched that, but that might have been too bold to go to UK. And it's just like, mm. And, you know, it's especially like, you know, uh, not oh, like you I, don't have ties. Yeah, like, you know, it's not like he hadn't gone there before because he had that. That was how that whole thing started. But that's yeah. So I don't know, man. It just seems like right now. I mean, not to bring that up, but if you guys get a chance, check out what Mick Foley put out. It's like a minute or five yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he said it. You know, besides they're in trouble. trouble yeah. Besides trouble. that, they have a problem. He said AEW has become the place for talent to aspire to be. To go and and, and want, yeah, I mean, you know, which, and that's which that's what know. uh, WWE used to be, but uh, you know what? Um, before we get right before we get into NXT, this is kind of relative here, uh, this is actually home base for us. Got a, a quote here, I forgot I wanted to talk to you about from Jake Atlas. Oh, okay, um, saying that he actually asked for his release prior, 
uh, to getting released. Oh, really? So it's uh, about a month or two before that happened. I won't get into specifics about the actual conversation, but here's a little insight on what was going on behind closed doors. I signed a three-year deal with WWE. Around June or July, I got offered a contract extension by Canyon Seaman. I, I uh, turned it down for my own reasons. We had a conversation, and I said we could revisit in six months. Little did I know within that conversation between that and whenever I got released, as you're aware of, there are a lot of changes going on with the company, and I started to get a little nervous. Uh, my entire run in WWE was the most, and I don't know how to word this, probably the worst mentally I have ever been. My mental health was probably the worst it's ever been the last two years I was with the WWE. So when I turned down the contract extension, I, I counter-offered with some terms of my own, and I more than anything just wanted a meeting with Triple H, and our conversations were a kind of a standstill, and as you know, Canyon himself ended up getting let go. Uh, so then that put me in a really weird situation. I had asked Canyon for my release at some point in our conversations. It wasn't a, quote, I want to leave. It was more so a conversation of, quote, I want to be here and feel like I have so much value and feel like I am not being heard. I had requested a meeting with Triple H for six months and never got it. I think that that was the thing that kind of had me worrying the most is that I don't know how they see me or how they view me or how they value me. There were a lot of things that I wanted to do and talk about, and I was just given the runaround. So I said that I wanted to ask for my release. I don't want to. I want to stay, but my mental health comes first, and I am suffering. I was told that I would get the meeting with Triple H. A couple weeks passed. I took a trip to L.A. in between and had the final conversation about what was going on with me, to, uh, to, uh, and it was a week after I got let go. I don't have an mm. answer as to if I was already on the chopping block before then, which is why I was hesitant to even say that I asked for my release because then people would be like, you're being ungrateful and try to mis, uh, you know, understand the, the narratives that people want to say about me, mm. uh, but you know, saying that he wanted to quit. Mm. Um, you have to understand my mental health was really bad, and not at that given moment, I am strong now, but the entire time it was not good. So I felt like I needed to leave for myself. I needed to put myself first. I just want people to understand and not think I was ungrateful for having a job because they were they've been releasing people left and right. I take my mental health and sanity and being alive before I, I take having a job. To this day, I don't know if it was already on that list that I've been cut or if they uh, went through Canyon's emails after he got let go and saw that I didn't want to be there. I wish I knew that answer, but I don't want to ask. I've moved on completely. I've obviously asked for a reason, and when it's and when it happened, it's uh, it's like be careful or for what you wish for. You got it. So what's next? But Mm. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was kind of important just to highlight that, and also you know what was going on with him. Um, yeah, you know, health wise and stuff like that. I know that, he so. was kind of um, open too about uh, using some of the mental health resources through NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, once obviously everything happened with Daphne and everything. Hunger, so yeah, yeah. yeah but um, man, well, I mean, uh, Atlas is a pretty transparent dude. You know, uh, when it comes to who he is, you know, um, and I mean. Obviously, he's a hell of a talent. We've booked him personally. But, um, yeah, I know he's also anxious, like you said, to figure out who uh, – what's the uh, – Kenny Marquez yes. is going to be his shoot name. So, you know, us at the uh, – he, you know, at, at the Quincy Jones show, we wish him nothing but luck. But, uh, yeah, man, that's uh, definitely uh, good to hear his pr perception and his, his uh, I guess, his story. To get his side, yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. yeah. But um, and also, you know, a lot of people often wonder what, what is, like, how that whole process is, mm -hmm. that whole behind the curtain. And, I mean, you know, kudos for him for being brave enough, bold enough, yeah, proud enough to share that with us. Um, and, like you said, not not care what people have to say regarding yeah. narrative. So, congratulations, Jake. Congratulations, yeah. Kenny. Mm -hmm. um, wish you nothing but luck and love, brother, for, for sure, sure, man. Um, but on that note, I think it's about that time. Yeah. 
You want you want me to go right into review? You want to pay some bills? What you feeling, man? We, we, we can go right into the review, man. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, needless to say, it was really hard <laughs> to, to get into NXT this week. But you know what? I will give them their due. Um, they did come out uh, with a more physical program this week, I will say. Um, they, they did kick it off. Uh, this week on the Gold Brand, we uh, started off with Ember Moon going against Kaylee Ray. Um, you know, and uh, I'm just going to actually oh, K- just... Oh, oh, the one and only KLR? KLR, baby. You know what I mean? But uh, you didn't get a lot of time to get, I would say, in my opinion, like really familiar with her. We had that one squash match. But, um, you know, we do see Ray hit the diving swanton at some point. Moon almost actually wins with uh, what I would call a back pack snapmare driver I i'm not too sure how else to say it like she did basically the motion of the uh one-winged angel oh no so it was crazy a shout out to gold coast federation former uh champ cadillac that was his move oh okay there you go yeah, yeah very innovative uh but then a- after countering uh you know basically a plethora of pinning combos uh ray bridges up and then hits the klr bomb aka the gory bomb for the win yeah uh, and then later on we do see ember moon have like this uh backstage interview with mckenzie where she says you know she's had a bad past few months from losing her tag titles and her tag partner and even notes that she hasn't won a match since then uh and says you know what uh kaylee woke her up and she knows what she has to do now and tells mac as well as the uh, universe to stay tuned so that'll be interesting where that goes uh next we get a seg from the brit and brawlers or the bad lads that's kind of what i've nicknamed that crew uh birch says he's back oni says they're here to take back what they never lost uh rid says it's time to tell people that you know when they step to them that uh they that, oh, i'm sorry when they step to people like them they get hurt and uh dunn kind of demands that the brit and brawlers uh get back their titles and uh do what they can to end msk like permanently so just like oh okay you're getting really into this boss role not mad at it uh next we get a uh, bachelorette party uh segment for indy um not really much here it seemed real well, i was like i was like oh we're just gonna put steph delander in there to, and not even introduce her on screen i'm like cool. well, it, it was just weird that they're at a restaurant you know like it wasn't it was like, like fresca I don't know what, what it was, on the but, yeah. but Larray threw a bachelorette party at a restaurant surrounded by gossiping NXT talent due to her lack of friends, as she put it. Uh, she says Dexter walked into her life and stalked his way to her heart. Thanks, Larray, for guiding and supporting her when she was lost and showing her the way. Uh, Larray kind of makes a rude toast, but then admits Dexter's uh, love for Indy is real. And then the girls leave to go spy on Dexter's side of the bachelor party, which uh, I could just probably jump into now because it's probably the thing I wrote the most on. Uh, it's kind of funny. He's in a limo with Odyssey Jones, Drake Maverick, and the zombie ref, as well as Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I was just like, come on, man. I mean, I, it's one of those things where it was funny from a long-term storyline point because then you also got, you know, Johnny's in there going, I don't even know who's fronting this. I'm not going to pay for the wedding. And then Cameron Grimes shows up, offers the front the bill for it all, and then goes in for a truce handshake with Loomis, which is where the ref kind of stems from, you know? Although a few of the media that I like to watch the reviews or get their opinion on totally missed that. They were like, why was the zombie there? And then we're like, but I think it was a nice touch that Cameron Grimes had a truce. And it's like, that doesn't even make sense to use for you to I'm say like, to, to like, yeah, to reference it and not remember where the freaking zombie came from to begin with. A- exactly. Like, yeah. uh, we get a uh, go-kart race for 10K. Uh, of course, Indian Candice or, co- or you see him spying Yo, from inside so, like so that's this funny. car that's part she, of the she's track. She's like, I got more spyware. We could spy on them. I'm like thinking she's talking like. Yeah, the stuff from last time. I'm thinking like some like high tech stuff. I'm like, y'all are in the car uh, and with yeah. some binoculars. Well, like, yeah, where's, where's the. <laughs> where's the spy stuff? I was going to say, what's the. Uh, uh, not a droid, but the thing that uh, uh, that flies around, that hovers, uh, Vanguard 1. 
Oh, like a drone. Yeah, where's the drone at? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, Johnny wins that 10K. Uh, we end up going to axe throwing. I love how the moderator's like, has anyone had yeah, any that was experience? Funny. And the whole room <laughs> stares at Loomis, who slowly raises his <laughs> that hand. Was, that, that part was funny. I wanted, yeah. yeah, like, and then he just, even he, the fact that he was like winning, like, Johnny slowly over by like showing yeah, him I love how it to because he has, yeah he sucks at the axe throwing he shows him the whole te- you know to improve his technique gets a thumbs up from Johnny uh, at one point Grimes bets Odyssey 10k you can't send the little rock star which I always love when the impact guys like have little nuances about each yeah, other exactly uh, Drake Maverick to the moon by bouncing him on the trampoline then we finally get this laser tag where it's Team Green versus Team Dex or Johnny if you ask him uh, I love the little spots of throat thrust and then a cheap shot by Johnny a sleeper hold cheap <laughs> shot by Johnny. Then the chloroform <laughs> cheap shot by Johnny. Then they all surround the final member, and Johnny wins, of course. Uh, then he finally kind of gets this high five after uh, the the zombie ref kind of uh, they get on the same page, basically. You know what I mean? Like it, it, they kind of bump into each other, but they do the high five. He goes through like this weird like uh, <laughs> monta- good, mental montage. Guy, eh? of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's right. Canadian ref is what I wrote. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, is he Canadian? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then the girls get caught spying again, and then uh, you know they're like, hey guys, let's go have a let's let's have us a wedding, and we get an awkward smile. So not bad. Uh, but back to the action, we do have uh, Carmelo Hayes going to get Santo, uh, Santos Escobar. Um, n- nice touch in the, you know, these four coming out as an entrance. Yeah, uh, as the, a the tandem. entrance was pretty pretty well-timed, pretty good, pretty, yeah, se- definitely. pretty synchronized, you know what I mean? Definitely. We do get that uh, springboard lateral leg drop and suplex cutter by Hayes, as well as the code breaker Man. and tilt-to-whirl face buster for near fall. Um, and we do see this spot where he gets the slingshot apron DDT, but then LDF jump on the apron to distract while Electra scoop slams him China-style. Uh, on the floor, and then Santos uh, hits him with the Phantom Driver for the win. Uh, this takes us to a pre-tape that I kind of like by Diamond Mine, uh, where it shows Bivens. Yeah, this is really good. I like yeah. this. Yeah, uh, it says it was exclusively from last week, but Bivens is there with the Creed brothers, who you know we've seen kind of uh, shadowing Roddy and, and and the whole Diamond Mine as a whole. It says they're world class athletes, national champions. Boasts about Brutus is uh, undefeated and placed number one in the NCAA's, and Julius placed in the Olympic trials in uh, Greco and freestyle. And uh, says that the two new members of the Diamond Mine and that they're going to be making their in-ring debut later tonight. We see the fist bumps and Strong actually uh, welcomes them to this, uh, the team now and says the uh, real work will now begin, which I know me and you kind of agreed on how that was a good touch. Uh, and this brings us to, I'll just go to the match. It was a squash against uh, some guys named Chucky Viola. And Paxton Averill. Paxton what? Yeah. Uh, we get a scoop slam to the, the floor from inside that? the ring to the floor, I should say, and a overhead belly-to-belly by Brutus, a uh, overhead waistlock suplex and power slam by Julius. Uh, tag team uh, moves. We get a double Oklahoma slam, kind of like how AOP used to do stuff, and an assistant uh, fireman carry as well. Uh, then we see the finish where it's like a cartwheel takedown, I guess, and a basement lariat for the win by uh, Julius, which kind of, you know, just to build these guys up. You can tell they're still a little green, but I, I like the, and they could use a better look, but it's, you could tell they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, yeah, they, they definitely had a, I mean, it reminded me like they were trying to, I don't know if they're going to use it, but remember there was that whole rumor of, um I think they were called Shoot Nation back in the day? Yeah. From uh, uh, NXT, I, like a whole crew of like just shooters. Yeah, I was mad that they never pulled the trigger on that. Because I think Dawkins and Gable were like considered for that yeah, at one point exactly. before they ended up going different ways with them. What's up? When, Ga- when is Gable's uh, contract out too? That's I don't know, one. but he recently was just talking about how uh, what the move is considering uh, and pertaining to the King of the Ring is to have it a, a one-night, uh, mm. deal and have he's like and, and uh, the, what the move is is have the one night where me and Woods would be in the finals I was like 
Hey, that should that be good. By the way, I don't know if you heard that the Queen of the Ring is not going to be the name. They're calling it like the Queen's Crown Tournament. It's like, what's up with all your long way around stuff? Like the the you know the, the super we, we, ro- the greatest royal. Because we joked that like we're like they're gonna have to call it something else because the prince is gonna be like yeah. the queen who yeah no 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 I'm the prince dog yeah we're it's gonna, gonna be we, yeah we that, ain't trying to give our ladies the, any ideas over here that's the only <laughs> like, thing I can think of is like yeah it's probably because of the politics down there or something yeah but uh, speaking of politics uh, we go to a backstage segment Mackenzie's there with GM William Regal he says next week uh, they're gonna have a fatal four way between Tommaso Ciampa Kyle O'Reilly L A Knight yeah. and uh, Pete Dunn, uh, they will compete to crown a new number one contender for Samoa Joe. Uh, and just on the strength of this, I'll just go to everyone's little pre-tape. Kyle O'Reilly has a pre-tape. Says last year he's gone from heartbreak of losing title matches to turmoil of a best friend stabbing him in the back. Uh, he closed the chapter in his career and life as well, at, or personal life, I should say. At Takeover, says not giving a damn is freeing. Doesn't care what it takes or who foots the bill because the next end game is him versus Samoa Joe. And says at Takeover one obsession ended and next week another one will begin. And uh, L.A. Knight, we see him driving around L.A., I guess. <laughs> and uh, he has a vignette, basically. Whose game is it? He says it's uh, championship season, which for him is all year round. Says the NXT faithful will be crying when he smacks around three of their favorites and becomes number one contender. And says Joe's time is up because, like you said, whose game is it? L.A. Knight's game. That's right. So yeah. So get through that. That was pretty easy. Chopping down. Uh, we get a vignette from uh, Hit Row, which was kind of all over the place. But at least, yeah, at least we're back in the studio, so I give them that. Yeah, because it's like you guys got to – I thought they were going to return fire after that Carmelo Hayes uh, sort of thing, but maybe they didn't want it. It seemed like Carmelo was going to be like a future member or something. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, Swerve says he knew Santos was going to be up to something uh, from the last time they met but couldn't put his finger on it and promises he and Hit Row will never be caught slipping again. My bad. What were you saying, sir? No, it was just a dumb joke. <laughs> I was just going to say maybe it's because they get that dumb. Doey, doey. <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> but Dalla, Top Dollar says, he who laughs last laughs best, while Donna says, but they're not laughing. Dollar then boasts about draping all three members of LDF over his shoulders like a quote-unquote musty poncho, while Donna says they got dropped like a $10 piñata. But they should count their blessings because now they're really going to apply pressure. I like that part. But all the other, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the innuendos. Yeah. yeah. Like it's because it's my thing Not is, even veiled. Yeah. I, I think AJ Francis may even be, like, yeah, possibly yeah, Puerto half Rican, and half, maybe. Probably, I yeah, mean, and, that's, I and that's not even for a, 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 like, I'm not certain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but even then, it's like, like I told you, it's not like they're just like, yeah, that's right. Uh, maybe it's you know they're mm. talking about like maybe it's time for the kings of the jungle to put down a couple of black panthers. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Like they're not like doing no like, one. Yeah, they're not going that hard. You know, like, no. like I told you, like we, yeah, we beat them worse than a beatbox at a jet ja- yeah, at, at the on. function. Yeah, but, something. Stupid. But then Fab, uh, B Fab, I should say, who's kind of. Yeah, uh, visibly annoyed and uh, audibly quiet. But she, but she quiet. was in a yeah in a chair. Yeah, who which, you you would think would have the most to say, but she basically just calls Electra a low hanging fruit uh, of response, in my opinion, which is Senorita secret sauce. Which I get what they're trying to say. It's yeah, like man. oh, your secret ingredient or whatever. But it's just like come on, you know. And but she says you know we now have a problem, muchacha. Before they hit the hit row, if you don't know now, you know. So. Obviously, this is still going on, but I just really wish it was less about the culture stuff. Like, you could have a culture clash without it being 
uh, it, with it with it being intact, in my opinion, it's uh, like it's like the uh, it's like Friday uh, next Friday, it's yeah, like the plot of next Friday between Baby Joker and uh, I got Olivia, you don't, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, we got uh, basically uh, it's funny. We I would say we got one seg, two championship matches, and a squash match left. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Casey and Caden taking on the uh, women's tag champs Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. First time they're uh, defending the titles. Uh, I like the intangible part of it. We got fearless and strength going against, which, you know, a lot from Casey and Caden. Evasive, disciplined, feisty, Churlish. agile. It's like, yo, pick a lane. You can't be all of them. That's a lot. Churlish. But, uh, yeah, ch- insubordinate. <laughs> insubordinate, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, we do see the 619 in a running Meteora uh, by EO. Malfunction at the junction uh, later on in the corner uh, before Caden hits a hammerlock flatliner, which I thought looked good, even though you stole that from Illidolo. Uh, we do see Caden and Casey hit this uh, he, wait, unique. He, uh, wait, wait! You're saying that uh, Ellie Dolo's done the hammerlock face? That was the uh, that was the finish he's been using since he uh, went to AEW against uh, oh. Matt Seidel. Yeah. Oh, so uh, dang! So he's like, so Bray Wyatt can't use the finish no I, more. I don't. I mean, well, it's not a hammerlock version, but I mean, he does do the. It's a flatliner versus like a complete spinning complete shot. You know oh, what I mean? I, like, I thought, like, this would look like she did, but never mind. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. I guess in a sense you're right. She kind of swung it a bit. So fall, you might be it might be a hammerlock I'll version. Fall of, back. My of bad, the, man. No, yeah, we'll, we'll call it. Hammerlock version of Sister Abigail. But uh they also hit this uh really cool electric face buster style body splash from the second rope. But uh EO kind of does the springboard drop kick to Caden, who uh collides to the pin. We do see a sliding knee smash in the K360 by Zoe, who tags EO to hit the over the moonsault for the win. Uh post-match, we see uh the new trio that's not called Charlie's Angels. Um, uh, JC Jane, GG Dolan, and Mandy's a protective mask. Yeah, there you go. And a protective mask wearing Mandy, Mandy. Rose. Uh, they're attacking Casey and Caden on the ramp. We actually just talked about last week. I don't know if this is going to turn into a uh, darkly dashing Cody, you know, type of storyline where she's wearing a protective mask, and we got our answer. Uh, let's see. Uh, we- uh, they'll bring back the the bags. I'm not mad at that. I mean, we do kind of need a uh, what what they call beautiful people. We could use a beautiful people type of. Uh, crew but i thought yeah. that's what frankie monet was doing which speaking of which brings us to a backstage segment from the robert stone brand uh we see frankie and jesse are running down the wedding invitation for index when uh stone runs in out of breath fresh from regal's office to tell her she's been booked in a title match against raquel gonzalez for next week says this will be a big thing for the brand and next week no one will be talking about index once she becomes the next woman's champion uh, and, uh, you know, of course, with that, we have Mei Ying in an uh, enhancement match against uh, Virginia Ferry. She wins with the Tongan Death Grip, one, two, three, which is, I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't get why they're pumping life into this dying storyline. It's clear they're just kind of biding time from the batch tapings that they have. Who knows what the payoff's going to be. Uh, and then we also get a backstage segment for Tommaso Ciampa. I should have probably brought this up. I forgot he also had a segment talking about the channel, uh, the, the four, Fatal 4-Way, and he just says, last week he told everyone that motivated Champa is a scary one, but now it's time to shift motivation to Pete Dunne and getting back uh, Goldie, because it's just been too damn long, basically. Uh, and then we get a match announcement. Of course, like I said, uh, we get the women's title match, Raquel Gonzalez going against Frankie Monet. We have the Fatal 4-Way for the number one contendership against Samoa Joe, which pits Tommaso Ciampa against LA Knight versus Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne, who looks to have Rich Holland in his corner. And then, of of course, we get the uh, wedding live of Index. Uh, that's Indy Hartwell and uh, Dexter Loomis all next week. Brings us to our main event. 
the bad lads, as I call them, going against the reigning tag team champions, MSK. Uh, you know, like I said, I really like how they do the intangibles. I believe for uh, the bad lads, it was uh, striker, resilient brawlers versus uh, uh, high flying speed and heart. So I thought that was pretty apt. Uh, in terms of the lads, we do see Birch get a surprising welcome back chant from the fans to start the match. Uh, you know, at one, <laughs> shove off. <laughs> <laughs> MSK do hit their uh, yeah, pretty much right because he was looking at him like fuck y'all. <laughs> but uh, we do see the uh, you know that traditional Inziguri foot stomp uh, combo by MSK as well as the shoving moonsault. At one point, we do see uh, what's his name. Um, not Wes, but Nash Cardigo for what he calls the Baywood Bomb, which is that Swanton. But uh, Oni gets his knees up to counter, and then we do see this uh, ankle lock crossface combo, which I thought was going to be the finish where the uh, faces were going to uh, tap right there because I really thought it was about that time to go ahead and drop him. Yeah, you know? I, I wouldn't um, disagree with you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't like MSK. It's just that their their tag division has not it's flourished as, as – yeah, it's not as exciting as it once was. So. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of just going through the motions of trying to figure out on the on the week to week. You know yeah, what I mean? So definitely. I mean, now that they're doing pre-tapes, it's like that's got to be a freaking nightmare. Yeah. But we do see the uh, end where we see a, kind of a firefight, uh, you know, all-out brawl with all four men uh, kind of break out. But MSK get the best of it and manage to hit the uh, end of transmission for the win to retain the titles. Uh, Post-match, though, uh, you know, we do see the champs kind of like – you know, wave by to the uh, the challengers in the ring, which I don't know if you saw this or not, but I thought this was pretty telling what was going to happen. But we do see Dunn and uh, Ridge in the ring with the, you know, Brit and Brawlers, Oni and uh, Birch kind of getting to their feet. Then we see Dunn give Ridge the Iggy to uh, headbutt Birch, and then he gives a, a roundhouse kick to Oni as well before Ridge hits that Northern Lights driver. And then uh, Dunn and Ridge go to leave, but Holland goes back and hits another headbutt on Birch to leave them laying and, Apparently, the bad lads have been fractured. Um, See, that I missed. I knew that there was the match and that they uh, MSK retained, but I didn't realize that there was uh, that whole thing at the end because I thought that, I mean, we've been saying them coming out with the, the promos as a, yeah. the new quartet, I guess, so to speak. It really uh, works. It really, I mean, especially when, when it works now because they don't have uh, Undisputed Shadow. Exactly. There, you yeah. know what I mean? So, exactly. They could be the new um, dominant force, and honestly, they look good. Definitely has me they curious about talk. the Pete Dunn thing because I don't know if you saw he tweeted too. He just put boom dot dot dot. I think hmm. it was like right before Adam Cole showed up on Sunday. So. Oh okay. Well, I mean, yeah, we've talked about he's another one who's got a uh, contract that's seemingly up soon. But then I think I also brought in that report where it looks like in this new coat of paint landscape of uh, NXT that's set to premiere next week. So they I will cover it. These busters. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just gonna say I, I I will definitely cover it. The best of my ability because I do have some little bit of confidence they could maybe get me back into the product because it is tough with all these new additions at AEW and all these must-have talents that have been slipped through the fingers. They have gone to a place that may have a better platform for them. You know what I'm saying? It's tough, but I will cover it. But I will say, you know, um, I just don't know if that was smart to, to break them up. You know, I mean, I know he had warned, uh, Dunn had warned them about you better end MSK, but it just, I don't know, it just seems like you would want something new to go into, you know, with this new because, era I on mean, the horizon. I, I mean, when you think about it, they just created uh, two new tag teams now, yeah. I guess. So, and they, and that's what I was saying was the report that they're in this new era, Gargano's and, and Roderick Strong and Dunn are going to be looked at as, you know, to be like uh, main heels, uh, you know, so that's why I thought Dunn was probably going to resign. But it seems weird now because especially when you're thinking, oh, he's got this four-man crew, and then now it's back down to two. And 
Now I wonder if it's just back in the vein of what we've been saying, which is that a logical link that they're the ones that hurt Ridge, you know, whether it by accident, you know, and it was just a freak accident that happened. But it's weird that they're all they all have this synergy, you know. But again, for foreshadowing, when you mess with people like us, you get hurt. And that's what they did to them, you know. So who knows if Pete and and Ridge have been planning this like because they feel like they're the actual threat in the crew. I, if I was Birch, I'd be hot in particular because yeah. it's like, yo, I just came back. What I didn't, I wasn't fucking up like Oni has been this whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> w, I can't be. I ain't my brother's keeper on this one, man. You know, I just, you know, man. I ain't the one that hurt. I mean, they could at least keep kept Birch, right? Just, I'm just, just jumped I, out Oni. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. But I will say that, like, like maybe, yeah, that maybe it was like you have to watch while you know this is a sacrifice, like you know what I mean, or it's like I don't no know, Americans lied. I mean, <laughs> man, unless it's gonna be some like, hey, man, unless it's like tough love, who knows how they're gonna do it? But if it's not, if they are just gonna fracture them like that, I just don't know. If it's to turn them, if they need more face tag teams, if that's why they're doing it, but I think that's a be- it's it's gonna it's kind of a downfall play for Pete Dunn in my opinion. Like I don't think it, it makes sense. I think he would have really shined as a leader of a group. Well, it, I mean, if, in the in the vein of all these racial groups coming out, we got Hit Row, we got LDF, we need a Brit group. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, and, then, and then but... even in, in Champa's promo, he was like, I, I pay attention. I I know who calls the shots in that group now, and he just said that right yeah, before. Yeah, you're right. You know, so that that's what's like. I don't know. So, but like, now, you don't think I know what's going on? And yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely interesting. Uh, but yeah, like that, said, that, that, that that was NXT though. That was something I, I wasn't privy to at the very end. So that definitely is interesting. I mean, going forward. I, yeah, I, that's I why just... when you said you skipped the tag title match earlier, I was like, wait, which one? Because I already mm-hmm. knew how that the the main event ended. So, because I wanted to get your thoughts on on like what you thought. Because I was like, ah, man. Because I was like, there's three minutes left, of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's either somebody's running in to help MSK like, not quick, get jumped, or quick, we got to do an AW thing and, and, and do a post match. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. So. Funny. Knows, um, but yeah, that was NXT, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're gonna pay some bills, of course. Uh, of course, we're gonna be coming back uh, with that brand new dynamite. Yeah, like that fuse, boy. See, uh, all out, goody. fall out, man. Like I don't know what, uh, other than the fact that it's the homecoming. We got the Menorah match. I don't know who is slated to be there. I don't know if we're gonna get like uh, Adam Cole. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, type, oh, yeah, maybe you know first time promo. I mean, I mean, he kind of broke his silence Daniel on Bryan the because he did cut a promo, but. At like or like yeah for the first I mean? time but, on, but on, on TV, TV. Yeah, yeah yeah you're right dynamite for those that were like why do I watch it so you have not been watching them at all since day one yeah if, if you don't know but anyways we'll, uh, we'll be right back dude we'll be right back yeah peace. Yo, what's good? What's good? Quincy Jones going here. You know, I always got to hit y'all with that brand new wave, and that is the new era in the merch game. Shout out to Storyline Tees. As we drop this episode, they dropped their very newest design. Shout out to at Dartalian21X, the artist behind the brand new, the Almighty T. Of course, featuring the new Almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley, and of course, you see MVP in the foreground as well as you see the upcoming challenge of Oldberg. Yeah, I know. And also Kofi Kingston and Drew McIntyre. This is very well uh, drawn, very well, uh, uh, just very well put together. Again, shout out to Storyline Tees, always bringing that new. And, and I didn't even tell you all the best part. 
it looks like a comic book cover. That's their thing, man. It's their signature look. That's why I rock with them. It's just something different, you know what I mean? And again, they got different colors, as always, available for y'all. Different sizes as well. And make sure you go ahead to Storyline Tees LLC. That's on Instagram. Or go to StorylineTees.com and check out that brand new drop going down at noon this Friday. Like, right now, as you're listening to this. Go. Right now. And then cop one, cop me one. And then, uh, Doc, you were, no? Well, you know, we'll get back, you know, to, to you on Doc's order, but cop one, tell them who sent you. And all I got to say is, man, the era is back. And again, the brand new era in the merch game. And that storyline tees. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. 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 Nah, man. <laughs> but run it back, because well, we are back. Quincy first of Jones all, the, the, yeah, this is the Quincy Jones Show. Never disrespect <laughs> Missy Elliott. What's going on, girl? <laughs> Hot boy. Oh, oh you I see. What I want. I, I see. Keys in the legs. No. <laughs> you looking for the hot girl, huh? We, we, we back. I am. You know, the, the summer's already over. But, you uh, know, all right. All right. Hot, hot guy. Looking uh, for some sunny days there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to, like, get mad about it. I ain't going to rip out your hair about it. <laughs> oh, hey, nice, nice. Like uh, but you know what? We are going to get into uh, the lighting of the fuse, man. We did have the first Dynamite. Post all out. Um, yeah. I do have a little bit of news if you want to hear some stuff. It is relative. Sure. Especially when I think now I'm like, oh, can I sprinkle this in right before? Yes, because they're all elite, so it makes sense. Adam Cole got more information. Remember, we opened the show mm-hmm. talking about he is a manager? Really? <sighs> yeah. So, so, it, it, yeah, so, that was the pitch. Yeah. So you want to know who they were going to pitch the frame oh. to manage? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is not bad, but listen to how it's being put. Is it Seth? As per Dave Meltzer, so, you know, we were saying that we didn't know if this was substantiated. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, Grain of salt, et cetera, you know. et cetera, yeah. Uh, if Adam Cole would have resigned with WWE, he would have been paired with Keith Lee, with Lee ret- uh, turning into a heel, which I heard there's been much yeah, talk about him about doing too. the major heel thing, or the monster heel thing, I should say. Uh, with Cole being his manager, the report stated that their partnership would have been similar to Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley, uh, with the small, mouthy manager hiding behind uh, the heavyweight, which... I'm sure as he reads this, he's like, motherfucker, I'm not small. Mm. Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's I mean, but it, I mean, at least if, if if it was Lee, I would have watched to see how it was. But for him to just do that and not perform, the only person, like I think about, you know, if you, if you go back and do your research, like Roddy did that, like when he first started as a personality. Yeah, yeah. He was on the table and then like, but he would talk his talk and people didn't know he could wrestle. And then he got in the ring, and then he started whipping his asses. So mm-hmm. it's like, like if they were to do that with him, cool. But like, yeah, I don't. I mean, when you pair him with a guy like Keith Lee, I see. I mean, the split I, up. The split up is imminent, right? So I don't think he's yeah, going to win. Definitely. That, right? and, and if you think about their history, it does not make sense. Keith Lee won his first uh, major oh, title. Oh, also, they wanted Adam. they were going to have him change his name because, quote unquote, there's already a Cole on the main roster. Michael Cole. Yeah, I know. I heard that about that. Yeah, but uh, I was trying to say my, my bad. bad. I'm sorry. Was that it doesn't make sense to me from continuity standpoint because Keith Lee had to defeat Adam Cole to become the NXT champion. First, it's not of all. canon. It's not canon. And then on top of that, frankly, it's just a waste both ways. Keith Lee and Adam Cole are both generational talents, once in a generation, 
guys that have the total package. They move well, way better than their, you know, some of their peers, especially Keith Lee for his size. They're both remarkable on the mic. So why would you rob Keith Lee anytime on the mic? And why would you rob Adam Cole anytime in the ring? That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know if I'd call him remarkable, but Keith Lee definitely could hold his own on the microphone. I mean, I, know, I think I, he's I know smoother his, than more, most of the big guys. They I, got. I'm not against his style, but I know his style is not always. Uh, it's circumstantial. Uh, yeah, yeah, not everyone's yeah. a fan of it. Because when time. he was a champ, he was getting sh- straight to it. Like, well, when you he know? came up and he was kind of doing that against uh, Randy Orton, who could like snap off an RKO at any time. It's like, hello, Randy. Yeah. Let me introduce to yeah. you. Well, everybody knows that's the introductory, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, NXT thing that happens, like, and then they just get shut down because of the new person. You know what I mean? And didn't that happen to, who was it, uh, Mustafa, who was trying to talk, and Drew was like, then shut up then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, it was. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it is, no, I will say, no, I would have. It was wa- either him or Ricochet that got it. It was Ricochet. Yeah, Ric- yeah. It could have been both. Now think about it. Cause yeah. I think Randy may have shut him up. <laughs> Man. But yeah, no, real t- I just think, uh, it would have been interesting to see, but, um, yeah, I just think it, it would have been kind of like, man, you're going to not let him have the mic and you're not going to let him have any in ring time. I don't know about that, but that's, uh, interesting. And what, what, what would his name be? Adam Bebe? Maybe it's Cadam. <laughs> <laughs> like like from, from workouts. Yeah, yeah. Catam old. Oh man. I don't know. But uh one other thing worth noting because it is it gets referenced uh later in this episode of Dynamite. The PWI uh top five hundred came out. I did hear. The the top ten list here. Uh Kenny ranked number one. Yep. Roman Reigns number two. I did hear. Bobby Lashley three, Drew oh. McIntyre four, Coda Ibushi five, hmm. Moxley six, uh, Will uh, Ospreay uh, seven, which I was kind of surprised about because he did have a little bit of injury time. Uh, Finn Balor, eight, uh, Shingo uh, Takagi, nine, and I'm not uh, an avid watcher, so I could be off base here, but Rich Swan made it at, at 10. I, could, I mean, he, he's he been holding down Impact for a little bit. I am Which interested. I was thinking that that's probably what it is. I just yeah. haven't. But I, I, I'm, I'm very interested. He also had some, he just came back from injury what, from the last anniversary, right? He was like coming up from a leg injury, and he ended up being that, yeah. the, 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 the mystery opponent. opponent. Yeah. yeah. So um, so it's kind of weird to see that. I, I'm, in, I'm interested in what the process was, because I don't think I would put Drew above John Moxley. Uh, it's just this year. No, no. last year uh, they probably would be closer. Yeah, I mean they are only uh, the only person that separates them is Kota Ibushi. So that's kind of I mean yeah. When you think about that, it's like it's not those that three in particular was probably hard to play. I think it's hard to maybe yeah yeah you, you're, you're right because above them is Bobby Roman and Kenny. Yeah, you know so and it's tough because I don't want to take anything away from Lashley, but it's also like maybe Lashley. I look at it from a number standpoint. Like Moxley is six seems a little criminal. Hmm. Like, given the last uh, year. I mean, I think about this year, though. Mm-hmm. Again, same as Drew. Last year was more their championship year than it was this year. Mm. I'm trying to think, how long has Kenny had the strap? Kenny had it since December. Yeah, that's right, huh? So, and, but I would, I to be honest okay, with you, right. yeah, you're right. I would have Roman on here above Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, just on a consistency. I've been able to finally, like, I mean, like I said before, like, my hot take is. Mm. One minute I get this heel character of Kenny, and then another minute, you, you know, it's like it, yeah, he plays one heel, hot. and then he plays a different kind of heel, yeah. and then it's like, it's kind of everywhere. So Pick a lane, people. I mean, I feel like he's obviously more in his bag now that he has his homies with him, so, you know. Yeah, but it seems like when he, yeah, it's When weird. he first got yeah. lifted off the ground, it was, it was a little shaky. 
I mean, he had his moments. It's just some days it's it's chicken shit heel, and then other days yeah. it's anime heel. And, yeah. and I think he's got to find the balance between the two and not switch off. That's very true. I mean, because there's times where the way he runs off, I'm like, dude, is this a bit with him and Cole Cabana again? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just the way it is. But I will say that there is a quote from Mr. Omega, who, again, Mr. Number One, uh, it's funny because well, Will Ospreay first said, I'd beat up number one any day of the week and twice on Wednesdays. Just saying, because you know, mm. you know, he's been on his shit. Yep. You know, and Wednesdays. And uh, yep. Kenny Omega says your promotion has been so ice cold since I left that not even Meltzer can con- convince his followers that you were part of any best in the world conversation. Ooh. It hurts me, bruv. One of you dorks should have been the guy. Turned out a bigger <laughs> dog was my only competition. He said bruv though. He did. <laughs> B-R-U-V, straight up. Oh man. Yeah. Hey, bruv. Turned out a bigger comp, a bigger dog was my only. Yeah, I like that line I was like, as well. Right, okay, yeah. okay, you know, but uh, yeah, I thought it was like I said, worth noting. Uh, but you know what? Let, let's light this fuse, man. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 get this party on the road. Mm-hmm. Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes. We starting off hot, man. Yeah. Dustin starts it off hot by taking the fight uh, to Black with a few uh, clotheslines, followed by an atomic drop in the running boot. Dustin hits the big uh, German suplex, and they fight on the outside as we see Black for the first time being on the defensive in one of his matches. Yeah. Uh, but that changes drastically and quickly as Black takes out Dustin with the back suplex right through the uh, timekeeper's table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black then rolls back into the ring and noticeably rips off one of the uh, turnbuckle pads to expose the steel before continuing the attack on Dustin and utilizing some quick kicks and even a leg lock uh, as he systematically breaks him down, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, one point, uh, Malachi gets a little... A little too cocky as uh, Dustin, uh, he allows him to kind of fire back up with some clotheslines, hits the drop down uppercut, plus the patented power slam for a near fall. Uh, tries for the destroyer, but uh, Black counters and hits a running pump knee for a near fall of his own. Black then rolls to the outside and pulls out one of Cody's wrestling boots from under the ring. Brings it back into the ring and slides it to Dustin, trying to kind of get into his head, playing the mind games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black tries the the kind of the same low blow on Dustin that he did on Arn, but he blocks it and, and blocks another uh, couple series of uh, strikes and hits another drop down uppercut and uh, follows up with the destroyer for another close near fall. But of course, the finish comes when uh, uh, Dustin tries for the bulldog out of the corner. Uh, Malachi shoves him off into the exposed turnbuckle. Hits a black mask. They haven't called it the black mask. They keep on the spinning roundhouse. Yeah. For the win, though, he doesn't get all of it. Uh, but Dustin spits out blood to kind of sell it. Yeah. Well, what I uh, I got a little bit on that. So I, I did like commentary. Did note even Taz was like he didn't get all of it, but he might not have needed all of it because they were like kind of more selling the. Yeah. He was like he was already the, out on his ass. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because because <laughs> of that uh that that turnbuckle cable. Yeah. Man, um, yeah. I thank did, you. That's I, what it's called. Yeah. I was like I, I was like it's still. Is it a fastener? Is it a, a connector? I'm like, yeah. what, what are they? Carbinger? Yeah. So that, <laughs> no. that, it's almost, yeah. It's but but uh, <laughs> with the blood, though, a good touch. Uh, it wasn't but, too but, much, right? Like, it wasn't well, like. Well, no, it wasn't to me. But then, you know, I hate to be that guy, but it, I, somebody pulled uh, the Band-Aid off for me this morning. I was watching a review, and I guess that he popped a blood capsule. Yeah, I was about to say. And I was like, oh. Why? <laughs> Why'd you tell me that? It, that looked really good. I mean, but, that's right. how they usually do it nowadays. Like, uh, anyone that does any bleeding from, like, the mouth, it's always a blood capsule. Sometimes you'll see people pop it, like, like I think MGF, he he sometimes do a blood. He's not, yeah, that's he, true. I don't think he's gigging every time. No, you know what I mean? He's going to, no. it's like, you see this face? Yeah, exactly. It's better than yeah. yours? And you know it. Anyways... From here, we get a highlight video slash promo from the Lucha Brothers Championship win in the yeah. steel cage. Uh, Penta says that these championships, uh, Penta says, 
<laughs> that these mm. championships cost them blood, sweat, and tears, and that anyone out there who's willing to suffer is welcome to try and take them from them. Love this. You, I got to give props sweet. to you. Yeah. This is one of the decisions we were split on on our predictions. You were right all the way. You know what I mean? So I mean, um, they got a huge pop with that yeah. win. So, I mean, it, it Definitely. was... Definitely. I know. usually don't like when they do the live performances. I didn't know who those guys were. But yeah, just it wasn't the, bad. The, the, I think more of the feel, one of the them, crowd, and the attire like that. You yeah, know, that that's what really got me pumped. One of the guys he I uh, think does music for. Uh, he's not like the in-house producer for all the yeah, music. Yeah, you talking about Mike Ruckus? I, yeah, because yeah, he I, was I, up there on the ramp. Yeah, because yeah. I know he does the his theme. So he does the song that uh, Mike uh, Matt Hardy comes yeah. out to. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah, he, he does not all the songs, but he does some of them. Mine yeah. is a ghost town. Yep. <laughs> But it's like I love the the start of it. But they come out to something new now. Yeah, you know what I mean. But anyways, uh, we did get a pre-tape promo uh, from the fallout between Kingston and Miro. Another great match, great uh, opener. I don't think I saw this. Really? Okay. Uh, pretty much, Kingston he calls out Miro for using a low blow. Yeah, I definitely didn't see that. Says that God has no favorites, and that when it rains, it pours on the just and the unjust all the same. Miro then calls out Kingston for saying, I thought you said we were going to walk me through hell, but said you found out that you can't burn a man this hot uh, and mm. offers, uh, is, I offer your broken bones to my bride and your soul to my God. This, the word of the Redeemer. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, again, the short I would have loved to see that, yeah. Short, I didn't sweet, see and impactful, man. Uh, this is where things get weird, bro. A little, just a little bit, mm-hmm. just for me personally. Yeah. You know, I, I used to love the super human suplex machine, but I don't know what's going on. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I... The 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 yeah the human I like uh, segment, I like this destroyer. and then it, it's just yeah go ahead I don't want so CM Punk best in the world you may know him Phil yeah uh, he has an in ring promo obviously gonna address his fallout from his first match back obviously one of the biggest selling points mm. going into uh, you know obviously all out and and, and you know the likes. Uh, but he, he comes in, you know. I noticed he walked out of the hill tunnel. There was a lot of that going on, but I don't know if that's just by choice or. I noticed they whatever. switched it up because even the elite came out of the what would be, we would consider the face tunnel. Later maybe on, maybe they're so. just maybe they're because uh, there's a lot of other people that did the same thing. Yeah, switching sides. So maybe they're just kayfabe. The ribbon on the square. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it um, just switches, and you got to see who comes out of which one to know which one's yeah. designated for the night. Uh, he comes out rocking the Adidas superstars with no initials this week. Nope. So uh, you know maybe. It just stops at the at the BW. We'll mm-hmm. see what's up. Yeah, we'll <clears> see. <throat> yeah. We'll see what's up. <laughs> uh, thanks, Darby Allen, Sting, and all the fans. Uh, you know, they chant, he still got it. Uh, Pil- you know, there's Pillman Jr.'s grandma in the crowd, which if you know, you know, from the dark side of the yep. ring of yep. Brian. It was, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, holy crap. Aunt Linda. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It was, or Aunt Linda, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, the great aunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, I thought it was a good moment, dude. It was pretty cool because uh, uh, he shouts her out and – Huge fanfare from the crowd. Yeah. They were they were really decent to her, man. Uh, he name drops Mox and Suzuki in the main. Always uh, also asks the fans if they saw the uh, the pay per view and mentions Adam Cole, Ruby Soho, and Brian Danielson. While sort of using the fans, you know, to ask what's next for CM Punk. But you know, Taz, who's like you know on commentary this week, uh, as they explain Excalibur's out. Yeah. You know, he's getting ready for his uh, wedding. his wedding. He's on the mic and he's asking for a microphone while on commentary. And interrupts Punk saying he's tired of this bullshit love fest. And it was just like weird because like Punk was just like, dude, I'll respect you. So I hear what you have to say. But if you interrupt me again, what do you say? He's like, I'm gonna whip your ass or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He said I mean, Punk really saved this segment. Um, what I think happened was <laughs> yeah, Taz yeah. had a legitimate gripe 
but he totally spaced on I think what he his input. Yeah, because you know, because it wasn't an they, interview; it was the media scrum. I was gonna say they did come that. come back and and try to try to talk about it later after yeah. the fact. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard that on commentary. Nah, yeah, where I did. Tony was like, and then Taz wouldn't even take the bait. Yeah, it was he, like, yo, bro, you don't well, even know what you're talking about. Well, it's funny because of the fact that Taz ended up saying, "Like, well, I guess you just read me the right act." Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like yeah. he was he like, always does that to himself. You know, yeah. uh, but you know, interrupts Punk saying he's tired of this bullshit love fest and warns him not to say any of the team. Taz's names, which confuses Punk and me, and loses the momentum of the segment altogether, which is Taz's what he's fucking infamous for in AEW. Yeah, he if just you go if you go back and watch. Excited. Yeah, just go back and watch the Lance Archer Brian Cage feed, bro. Yeah, like yeah, seriously. Uh, Taz tries to save face by claiming Punk has been mentioning Team Taz in many interviews, but Punk powers through as the pro he is and tells Taz to bring in uh, bring him Starks, bring him Hook, bring him Hobbs, and tells them to beat him if they can. And survive if I let you before letting the mic drop. Then uh, Punk once again leaves through the hill tunnel. <laughs> so, bro, just yep. I mean that was the only highlight really. You know what I mean? I mean it was, it, you know, like you said later they they clarified saying that oh there was a list of guys before he even came back of people he was interested in getting in the ring with and some of them were Team Taz guys. It's like so it should be complimentary. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not even like he was like talking shit. Like all right Taz, you're kind of weird. Yeah. Did you it, hear him later when he kept trying to put over how good looking these guys were, by the way? Jeez, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it was... <laughs> I ain't dumb. It, it was one of those things where, Jeez, like man. I said, I, yeah, like we said, he got too excited, forgot his lines, in my opinion. Like, like what, like, like forgot his, the dots that he was supposed to connect, yeah. where even Punk was kind of forced to be like, dude, I didn't even say your name, and it, which yeah, didn't he really like, add to it. You know, <laughs> just made Taz What are you really talking dumb. about? Anybody even say it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is bad. Uh, uh, side note, by the way, just saw someone post that there's a report that GM mode is uh, reportedly going to return to 2K22. Well, they, they, we'll see. Well, I mean, they have to have something because they ain't got a roster. Bring, yeah, you got to bring some more. <laughs> they ain't got no roster, Yeah, you going to bring more to that. Man. Uh, from here, we got a Santana Ortiz promo. Santana Uh This Ortiz. is them talking about the fallout of their match. I believe that was on Dynamite. Uh, or was that... Uh, yeah, that was Dynamite, right? That was in Rampage that they had. No, yeah, that was on that was on Dynamite. Uh, yeah, s- says we beat FTR last week, and now we shifted our focus to the rest of the, of the division. Uh, say they're climbing the ranks and coming for that top spot. Ortiz, of course, brings back we the best as uh, Santana tells the locker room to prove them wrong. So uh, again, short, sweet, and impactful, man. That's the mm, theme good. of the night. I mean, these guys aren't, you know what I mean? Just yeah, no, yeah, I talking mean, just to talk. It's like, yeah, you I know? mean, I wonder if it's like if they're done, done. You know what I mean with with all this stuff with FTR. I mean, it seemed like there was some sort of finality after Jericho and MJF had their deal because they came out and like celebrated. You know what I mean? So who knows? Yeah, and then we also see them together for the first time in a while <laughs> on this show as yep. well. But mm-hmm. uh, we did get a Ruby Soho backstage interview with Tony Schiavone. I actually like this segment a lot. Uh, Ruby talks about uh, Jamie mm-hmm. Hayter accepting her open challenge as Britt Baker and Posse crash the interview. Uh, Ruby calls her Brittany and uh, references their uh, history together before running down her list of nicknames and explains that she calls herself all these names to remind everyone who she is so that they can see that she's someone she's not. Yeah. Uh, and tells her that this is her block now as Shivani tries to hide his face after the burn, which is I thought that was the most entertaining part because yeah. he kept covering his face up. Uh, Britt fires back by making light of her runaway nickname and tells her to run away to catering like she spent the last four years, obviously alluding to her... Otherwise tumultuous and inconsistent booking in WWE mm-hmm. uh, says that the champ is going to uh, rest from her match at From All Out and that Ruby will get a heavy dose of whoop-ass courtesy of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, 
Ruby tells Tony, I know that's your girl, but I'm going to whoop her ass. And I was like, this is, this is <laughs> yeah, nice. I loved it. Yeah. This I mean, even, I mean, yeah, we've heard the catering thing. If someone was even saying, you know, in a review I watched, they were like, yo, like, Britt takes the most shots at WWE and has never worked there. <laughs> you know what I mean? She, she worked, but, uh, but I did, think, didn't she work the... The May Young? I think I don't think she did. I remember her. Maybe being she was in the a crowd. second. Maybe she was a second. Like she yeah. was on deck. I just remember being in the crowd for a takeover and was coincidentally sitting next to Stephanie, and that was a whole thing. Remember? Oh, that yeah, with yeah. the whole uh, the the Adam Cole face or whatever the, the challenge that they made. It was yeah. just like, yeah, it was kind of. <laughs> they're like, well, I mean, your face. You might as well come over, huh? Your your, your man is doing good things over here, huh? No? No? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, from here, we did get the Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin match. I thought I was going to speed through this, but, you know, it was actually short and entertaining. Shout out to Hobbs, man. He's really, dude, I, I really put him over in, in this review right here. Match starts while they are uh, showing footage of Dante's win from Dark that no one really watched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Martin running Very to- Very impressive, uh, though, uh, some of the stuff he did. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I'll give him, I, I'm not trying to shit on nobody, but, yeah. you know, they, they kind of just- no, like, I, 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 yeah. I, I know, they, they're a stickler for time and- stuff on, on the show. So. Yep. Uh, Martin runs into the brick wall known as Hobbs as Dante marvels a little bit early with the evasive maneuvers and tries for the suicide dive, but Hobbs catches him and swings him like a tetherball into the ring post. <laughs> uh, Hobbs punishes Dante with the barricade during the picture-in-picture picture before, uh, before flawlessly and impressively Bill tossing him through the ropes from the outside back yeah. into the ring. like During picture-in-picture, picture, by the way. Yeah. For me, was, I don't know. I, I was like, oh, we just, okay. Yeah, because the, <laughs> one, I, the one I watched, shit, like, I, I think I was watching the Fight TV one. So it was, oh, okay. I was watching like the action through. But it was like, man. Uh, Hobbs follows up the offense with the cross-face punches in the ring and goes old school with a series of drop suplexes, uh, which I swear yeah. Hobbs is always showcasing how deep in his bag he is in terms of old school ring IQ and uh, psychology, man. Yeah, seriously. Uh, we get a big bear hug to continue that dominance coming back from the picture in picture. Peels down the knee pad and drops the big knee drop across the midsection again. That ring IQ and uh, old school psychology showing in spades with the young Hobbs. Uh, Dante fights back with a huge uh, diving shotgun dropkick. I forgot air, bro. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and and dude. a running standing swanton bomb for the uh, near fall. Dante tries for the diving attack, but Hook hops on the apron. Um, yeah, I think I saw he did right. He just he, yeah, yeah. He he kind of went up. Oh there yeah, to that's what it was. Da Dante like yeah, he had to readjust. Uses his boosties to jump over Hook and hits Hobbs yeah. with the tope. Because you know Hook's got a chew gum. You know he's you know? like, and I got this schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking smarmy uh, I, we need to see something more than uh, your participation in a film theatrical match. Though. I need something, yeah. yeah. Fin uh, finish comes with Dante tries for the double jump moonsault uh, press, uh, but Powerhouse uh, Hobbs hits the big spine to the pine for the win. Mm. And uh, yeah, man, that was it. Good, good look on um, on a uh, Hobbs, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's good to see him back, get back into form, something on TV. I mean, I think he's been threaded. with Throughout the thing with R Ricky, right, and then I think he had to take time off because of the loss of his mother. So looks like he's getting his momentum back. And I, you know, like I said, I mean, we know that Punk did say he was one of the talents he'd like to work with. So I'm surprised it's so fast. But hey, man, no time like the present. It's just I don't know the way that I wish the the segment before was just a little bit better. But uh, it seemed like they were kind of buying time while they were like showing the the you know pitching to the commentary table because then yeah. Dan Lambert is over here interrupting with the man of the year by his side. 
Uh, I mean, he said a lot, but for the most part, he just congrats AEW for signing all the all the new talent that he calls five foot nine midgets to deflect the spotlight away from the truth. Says this company has two real men wrestling for it in Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And says that if any tough guys in the locker room who think they can shut them down, and he invites them to do so sooner rather than later as their truth will burn down this company and he no longer has to hear the chants of AEW. Yeah, I didn't mind this. Um, it just felt a little bit more of the same, except, okay, I couldn't get UFC guys this week. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just felt like... I didn't mind that it panned right to it, like right after the match. It, that, that was a good look, but I need more. Like I'm at a point where if I don't see them fight on Rampage or next week, I'm gonna stop caring. You know what I mean? Because when's the it's, last it's, time we've seen either of those guys in action? I don't watch Dark or Dark Elevation, so if you guys know, let us know in the comments. Cassette yeah, stuff. definitely. But dude. in terms of like TV, for you guys to just spend all your time on TV and let Dan talk for you. It's kind of like, all right, but you guys can both talk. So like, I'm also thinking, don't, don't you have a Murderhawk monster that's like, yeah, for lurking? Y'all? Yeah, like, well, yeah. we haven't seen him on TV in so well, long either. I, it's funny you say that. I actually just got a very weird uh, update on him right now. Uh, I think I may have the same. Is it about uh, pertaining to? Well, actually, I'll wait till. Yeah, it, I don't want. Yeah, it, it pertains to the main event. Yeah, so. I, I would. I think I have the same one because yeah. I was going to announce that as well. Okay. Um, next we did get a. Uh, <laughs> I guess if you want to call it this, a highlight video of Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy from uh, their five-on-five match at uh, the the, yeah. the, the buy-in. Hardy just says he wants to shave Orange's hair, and Orange honestly could care less. So, yep. I mean, that pretty was much. pretty much it. Well, we know it's not happening. Uh, from here, I mean, it could. He yeah, doesn't maybe. care. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> MGF in-ring promo, man. Uh, obviously, following the fallout of his loss, his high-profile loss, I guess, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. due to the stipulation against Chris Jericho. Uh, I noticed he and Wardlow walked out of the face tunnel. See? Yeah. You know, uh, tells him to cut his music as he uh, claims that prior to All Out, he beat Jericho three times already and had him beat a fourth time at All Out, but that after the bell uh, already rang, they restarted the match because there's a clear bias against him as he calls Cincinnati shit Cincinnati and calls it the biggest dumpster in the world, um, which was hilarious because you hear has putting over Long Island. I'm like, dude, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know anyone from Long Island that puts over Long Island nah, like yeah. that. Uh, anyways, uh, calls in the Midwest because everything about it is mid. Uh, calls uh, out, out the hometown food. I thought about the, you throughout this whole segment I figured, just because uh, we I have that inside joke. I'm not trying to make funny. it like me. <laughs> uh, and, you know, obviously the Cincinnati Reds not winning a World Series since the 1940s. Uh, invites the fans to come to the ring and uh, starts talking shit. Uh, to Lin- Aunt Linda, who's in the crowd, obviously, still, and uh, Pillman Sr.'s daughter, yeah. um, as Pillman Jr.'s music hits to a decent pop. Very big pop, yeah. Yeah, he comes out to the Bengal- with the Bengals jersey for the hometown pop as well. Yeah, just like his daddy. Uh, Pillman confronts MJF, talking on his hometown and his family, says the this city is where, uh, uh, the, the city is where, oh, oh that's what, right? oh, that's what, okay, this city breeds badasses. Oh, it's where he's from, and it's the city that, okay, that breeds badasses. I, I had to rewrite that. Like his dad and John Moxley, and welcomes him to the jungle. Uh, MGF then calls out uh, Junior's quote unquote drug addicted stepmother, Methany, which I was like, God damn. Yeah, that was just for, that off that was top kind was of horrible. Bad, yeah. yeah, and says she should have swallowed. I was like, God damn. Yeah, I was surprised they let I mean, that, that go. That, I mean, maybe. Yeah, on TNT, yeah, but like, because it's like we've heard worse on, on, on a Dudley Boy uh, promo in ECW, right? Yeah, seriously. So it's like. Uh, Pillman is incensed, obviously, as Wardlow bows up to him, but MJF then calls Wardlow out for not helping him in his match on Sunday, 
and I ordered him to stand in the corner and look pretty, which I was like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I really love when he, when we get these moments and we've gotten them. But they're so real, few and far between. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say in very uh spoon filled, you know, like like spoonfuls, like and very sporadically, but it, it lets you know that anybody could get it. You know, like the 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 the, the, wrath the, the, of the silver microphone. tongue. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh Pillman Jr. starts to be, uh, beat the brakes off of MJF as Wardlow intervenes. And uh, Germans Pillman, uh, Garrison, uh, 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 Gr- oh, yeah, Griff Garrison, I'm sorry, yeah. tries to come out for the save, but eats a clothesline for his troubles. Uh, then Wardlow holds him as MGF knocks him out with the diamond, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, the, the dynamite team, diamond, diamond ring yep. uh, before leaving the ring. And that's pretty much it. Uh, as Mark McFly would say, they tap in our phones. <laughs> yeah, you I were said, telling yeah, me that there was a, a prior, yeah. like, yeah, conversation of how to kind of rebuild this. Yeah, just guys he can go through, and literally, we said he could start with, you know, Brian Pillman Jr., then Griff, and then maybe do a tag team with them two and Wardlow, and then move. You know what I mean? And it was just like that was two days ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, I was. I both got iPhones, so I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, I'll just say it was kind of weird to see how far MGF went, but I get it. He needed to sell how upset he was, but it was like, oof. Like, He's like, uh, like Cincinnati man. ain't got nothing on. I, I, and I just love on I the said, luxurious. You uh, challenge me on the stick, bud. Yeah, and I, yeah, I forgot to write that that part. Hey, I was bud. like, I was like, you really want me to break down the fourth wall, bud? Yeah, seriously. Uh, John Moxley short pre-tape for the main event. Mm-hmm. Called Suzuki the most violent and sadistic wrestler in the history of Japan, the king of wrestling, and also the king of pancreas. Says, blame it on where he's from, uh, but he just isn't, you know, just doesn't find him that scary at all. As tonight he's in the jungle and he's going to die. Yeah, and I love that. My only thing was the fact that he used it almost like right after we saw Pillman using it in his live yeah. promo. So other than that, it was almost like, all right, man, we, we just... You're not whatever poser. You're I from mean, Vegas, poser. Yeah, I think I think what it is too is um, that's pop, that's Vegas. a popular thing with with Cincinnati. Yeah, of course, right. And I think to me it looked like his was pre-taped. So what are you gonna do? You yeah, know? exactly. And he name dropped him. So <laughs> it's like thanks for the thanks for the lift, kid. Ali, <laughs> 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 you promo. He's like, no, I didn't say you could take it. I Cincinnati just, strong. You at you at <laughs> it's for us, brother. Or no, Cincinnati loyalty. Come on, brother. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I did love how he said that. Like, you going to die. Nasty natty. Man, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we got Jamie Hader versus Ruby Soho. This is a good match, man. Yeah. Uh, two tie-up and trade side headlocks before uh, Hader uses her size to run over Soho with the shoulder block. Ruby fights back with a big knee, but Hader uh, powers back with a stun gun across the ropes mm-hmm. before heading into the picture-in-picture picture as Hader continues beating down on Ruby on the outside as she hits the apron back suplex. Yeah. Hader with also a, a big spine buster and follows with some ground punches for a near fall. That spine buster was uh, great. Yeah. yeah, back from picture-in-picture picture as Ruby hits the deadly nightshade mm-hmm. uh, in the corner. It's been follow- a while since I called yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, what is that called? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Follows up with the, the multiple running side kicks and hits a rope bounce uh, tornado DDT for a near fall. Uh, Hater picks Ruby up on her shoulders, but I'm, I don't know if this was like some malfunction at the junction. Uh, as we oh, see uh, yeah. an awkward kind of spiking inverted Frankensteiner, I'm guessing, or a possible botch version. I, I think they both fell face first. Is kind of what happened. They were trying. To, I think they're. It was yeah, probably going to turn know. to a poison rana, or maybe like a. You That's know, that, what I was trying to figure out if it's a poison yeah. rana, or, or maybe like that electric sh- chair switch Franken. You know. Yeah, I, I was yeah. trying to figure it out, but I mean, if it was a botch, Ruby Ring General. Uh, kept the pro quickly. Went for the for the for the pin. Yeah, uh, check. Well, checked on Hater obviously yeah. before going for the pin for the near fall. 
Uh, Hater Hater, uh, battles back, excuse me, with the Ishiguroshi, neck breaker, Mm -hmm. and a running basement lariat for a near fall. Uh, But the finish comes when Hater runs at Ruby, who catches her with the right kick. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to call it the arm wrench, uh, you know, Inziguri. Yeah. Or Gobbin Guri. Everything has to be a Guri. Yeah, seriously. Uh, For the pin and her first win in uh, AEW in singles action and her first match officially on AEW Dynamite. So, of course, it is uh, Dynamite post-match. Britt Baker comes in and attacks Soho from behind and hits the swinging fisherman neckbreaker. Obviously, yep. if you know, you know. Yep. Uh, so uh, Soho obviously won the Casino Battle Royal, so that's going to be her next uh, opponent uh, contending for the World uh, Women's Championship. Uh, Riho comes out, interesting, and makes the save, but eats the Irish curse backbreaker for yep. her troubles. Baker looks to hit Ruby with the curb stomp on the title belt, uh, a favorite of hers. Mm. But Statlander now comes out with a chair for the save. Uh, only reason I said it was interesting because we did say earlier that you know there was news about Riho, yeah, you know not being officially uh, eliminated. So I'm wondering if this is kind of yeah tied in. This gets you know this gets turned into a yeah they ended up booking it for Rampage. It's a three on three. Yeah, I guess it would be a trios match: Hater, uh, Rebel, and Baker versus Soho, Riho, and Statlander. Yeah, uh, which obviously there's gonna be more of that later um, Mm -hmm. when we go through the the match. Update, but uh, moving on, we got Ricky Starks and Brian Cage promo for some reason. Mm. Challenges Ricky one-on-one one last time as uh, Ricky has yet to ex- officially accept, but honestly, at this point, who cares? Let me say this. Uh, Melissa Santos posted this on Twitter and said, I'm just going to leave this right here and put at AEW, at AEW on TNT, hashtag Brian Cage. And the screenshot is... Uh, something from a, I'm assuming from some sort of written piece saying, is AEW misusing Brian Cage? He should be on a Brock Lesnar level, ripping through talent with Taz being his mouthpiece. Cage is, to me, lost in the shuffle right now in AEW. He and Hobbs could be in an excellent tag team, or Cage in his own right could be a top guy in every sense of the word. AEW just doesn't seem to realize that yet. Hopefully, once the dust settles from all the new arrivals, Cage will get his opportunity and have a chance to shine. Just thought that was a little ballsy on the wife to tag AEW and go, I'm just going to leave this right here, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, and then he's going to show up to work, like, so my own daughter, and then he's going to see he's on the board for Dark. He's like, I guess I just wait these then. Yeah, I guess so. I, guess. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to say that. We, we, have, we haven't seen that be the case yet with AEW I mean, as far as those thing. that are vocal. I mean, you yeah. see someone like Jim Ross who was kind of, you know, not too long ago, you know, poking holes at, at, at their own roster with yep. certain things with the dives and all that. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things that's interesting. But from here, we get the a trios match. FTR, Sean Spears of the Pinnacle, and they actually come out to the Pinnacle music. Of yeah. course, they are accompanied by Tully. Yeah. Uh, with uh, going up against Dark Order um, as they do come out together, sort of. Uh, but representing this team in the trios would be Evil Uno, Grayson, or Stu Grayson, and John Silver. Yeah. Uh, we do see footage of a uh, pre-taped uh, uh, interview backstage with Dark Order as Marvez asks if Dark Order is fine. I don't know if that's by design because, you know, it's yeah. Bullet Club fine and all mm-hmm. that back in the day. They all kind of argue until Tay Conti and uh, Anna J cut in and tell them that they are all a family, they are R1, and that they all need to just figure it out. Um, pretty much, that I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, 
I ain't saying sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, match starts with Stu and Silver stealing tags from each other. Uh, Silver gets his uh, meat man yeah. on mm. with the power game before officially tagging in Grayson. Grayson hits the Pele kick on Spears, tags in Uno as they hit the double-team sidewalk slam elbow drop Love, combo. Yeah, those Mwah. guys, yeah, those guys are kiss, such a dude. great tag team. Yeah, and they Stewie really are. such a good fucking worker. No, man. dude, like, they, them Uno two. Uno, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Uno and him, I love. they're one of my favorite, uh, yeah. as far as double-team, yeah. like, actual, like, teamwork, like, mm-hmm. they're really great. They bring really something, great. I think, that's really interesting to mm-hmm. the tag division yeah. that you don't get to see with all the teams, but... Um, Anyway, Evil tries to tag in uh, Silver, who reluctantly accepts. Both Silver and Uno actually start working well together on the double team as they throw up the Dark Order claw together. Love it. Dax tags in and hits the, the quick leg drops and the grounded headbutt to wear down Silver. Let me tell you something. Who, Dax was not playing around last night. No, he was He was <laughs> like, this, this is what wrestling is. Yeah, yeah uh, he was laying it S- in. Silver fights back by countering a brain buster with his own. Uh, Silver looks to make the hot tag, but Cash and Spears quickly get rid of Uno and Grace oh, uh, Grayson so, off the apron. So sweet, um, As the pinnacle looks, I mean, like, that's one of our favorite go-tos from, from uh, I mean, remember yeah. that one against, was it, oh. uh, was it DIY where, uh, DIY and as American Cash awful. Wheeler, like, he, he, he crawled all the way up yeah. to the ring and just poked his head up like, hee Yeah, man. <laughs> And yeah, them oh, and, and American Alpha, they had a couple on them that were just tremendous. But, yeah, oh, dude, it's still so. We gonna run those go back. back. Yeah, well, I, always, yeah. I, I do run them back. My, the one in Toronto, I usually oh, do. Yeah. Uh, the Pinnacle looks to surround him, but Silver gets his meat man on again. Starts taking them all out with some shoot kicks and hits the big German on Dax for a near fall. At one point, Uno bumps heads with Silver on the apron after Dax throws him into the ropes and hits the slingshot suplex. Finish comes when he tags in Spears as FTR uses a uh, kind of like a double flapjack to hoist uh, Silver onto Spears' shoulders for the big C4 for the win. Yeah. Uh, post-match, again, we got uh, Uno arguing with Silver over the loss, and uh, I'm guessing he's feeling like them bumping heads wasn't so much an accident. Mm. Uh, they push each other for a bit before Grayson shoves him down pretty hard. Yeah. And then Five runs in and takes down Grayson uh, as all hell breaks loose with Colt. And Ten trying to break up the melee as Tay yeah, Conti. Ten is like the only person. Him and Colt are like the only neutral people. Yeah. it seems like I mean he is. They were shoving everybody. I think Ten obviously his uh, connection. His yeah. connections with Five. Yeah, I mean that's they, they tag together. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Tay Conti or Ty Conti and uh, Anna Jay walk out to the ring again with uh, some concerned looks on their faces. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, this is actually kind of worth. Yeah, because some punches are thrown and stuff too. I mean, you um, think this is leading to. To I think it's long term to win them. I think it is. Where it's like stop acting like children. Something like that. I I think it can be. I mean, that, that we, was a horrible and, bray, by the way. <laughs> not, not, I, I mean, and then we've we've uh, fantasy book like you know even using BTE and like Brody seeing you know yeah Brody, no Brody Junior by the way you yeah. know with who he sees and stuff yeah Brody Junior. Uh, but this, what I wanted to say too is um. Just, uh, just real quick, I was getting confused because, like, I was telling Mark, like, this whole pinnacle thing is pissing me off. You know, MJF comes out with God. Wardlow, yeah, not with anybody else. There's no, no you know, regroup or anything. It's still and so, part of the, but, still but, part of the beef, but yeah. right. But I didn't. So my thing is like, I don't really. I was like, so it's pinnacle over them because we're not even talking about it. But then the trios is coming in, and I'm just thinking, oh, because they got Tully. But if you remember, Wardlow joined them too. So then I'm yeah. like, and then like you said, they came out to the song, and I'm like. Okay, now I'm like confused because so is the pinnacle still a thing? And I'm like, I'm not mad at it. And you know, this it did lead to some good business on Tully's part too, which I don't yeah. want to jump ahead, but it was like, see, this could be this like this every week though. I mean, if you had yeah. these guys out here knocking them down. It, it, it's it's like, weird because I felt the same way about Inner Circle after a while. I'm like, why do they keep saying that this is part of the same 
beef, the same feud when they're not even showing up together on TV. Yeah, I'm trying to see these guys like, go up the ranks. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Just, so, I mean, in all of them, yeah. Yeah, and even Tony um, said something I loved. He said, out of all the guys in the pinnacle, uh, Sean Spears is maybe the the most, uh, what's the word, under underrated. You know what I mean? Because that dude can work, man. He really can. Appreciated. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we did get a review video of the women's uh, casino battle royale fallout. I mean, that was pretty much it. Nothing yeah, really Jade to note was, here. Jade was mad. Um, but we did get uh, Tully Blanchard. I mean, and she, I did notice she just mad because uh, at least she, well, she right. She's like, thank God for nipple cover covers. <laughs> I yeah. was dying. I was like, I know, because I thought for sure you about to bust the yo shit in that match, man. I man. Was like, man. But I thought it was weird how Ty goes to say. Whatever their little nick Ty J is back, and Anna was like, "Whoa." Well, well, and she I, well, she said, "Whoa," because she was said she was about to say the B word. And oh, she said, "Whoa, yeah." Oh, okay, well, got she you. Was got like, you. I was like, "Well, what? just let her." Oh, okay, I thought she was like, "Whoa, don't jump the gun. We're not back yet." That's what I, I thought don't it was. be don't be trying to involve me in all these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beefs. Okay, so my bad, but yeah, go volunteering ahead. me and whatnot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tully Blanchard with Tony Schiavone interview backstage here, uh, like you were uh, pretty much alluding to, calls out Darby and Sting for some reason, but. Harold himself is just coaching his team to victory in the last trios match. Claims Sting is trying to capitalize off of someone else's name like he's done all his career, quote-unquote, mm. and demands uh, Tony Book's Sean Spears versus Darby, uh, Darby Allen for uh, Dynamite next week. So Yeah. I think this is, yeah, I think it is dynamite. But I, I just love how he's like, yeah, it might be another flashback, you know, me and Sting. So I, I'm not mad at that. They Tully's had a match. Stings had a match, you know what I mean? They clearly can both take a few bumps more than Jake's taking these days. And I don't I know. Ever Jake since, while, ever since so. he took that that tail whip, I've been kind of worried about Tully. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. But um, I mean, he was. I mean, he still does those spike pile drivers and stuff. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we did get Sammy Guevara signs uh, during the picture in picture. Oh yeah. Says that every summer has a story. Summer uh, 2021 had a, had some good ones. At all out, Jericho destroyed Max. Uh, Oh, uh, MJF. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Pittsburgh, Fuego became all elite. In Houston, Pam said yes. Uh, while summer may be coming to an end, the good times are far from over. The inner circle will stay on top. Fuego will, Fuego will make his mark, and I'll keep getting those views and drops his IG and hashtag. So I thought maybe we'd get a little bit something more substantial. Vlog crew. I, I don't know. I thought we'd get hashtag. more more substantial stuff. Yeah, me too. Because it's to me, I mean, like, but at the same time, I do watch his vlog to know that I know he can't wrestle every week because every week he's getting iced down and he's complaining about his back, his legs. Like, mm. it hurts for him to wrestle. Like, I don't know if it's I like. I don't know what else he's. I, I just don't see him wrestle a, a lot to know what he's, you know. And I don't know if that that's why. Or what, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's by design, but just from what I, I mean, because he puts out the vlog every week. Like, yeah. he's always at least in the, in the you know, either training or icing something down or he's in the trainer's room. Freaking ribbon with the guy, the trainer in there and stuff like that because they're always trying to sell spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right, yeah. But um, anyways, remember we had the Varsity Blonde. Speaking of trainer's room, uh, Marvez trying to get an update as Pillman Jr. says he uh, talked to Tony and he says he has a match with MJF at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show in New York, September 22nd, before getting interrupted by the acclaim. The acclaim. Mm-hmm. As uh, Max Caster is back mm-hmm. uh, on, on TV TV. Yeah. And uh, tells him that they have a match against each other on uh, Rampage this Friday. So yeah, you know, I mean, they, they got him. Gives him his roses. They gave yeah, <laughs> gave, gave him his roses and and some ice for his boy. Even though I was like, if I had one, I was looking at Rip. I'm like, yo, did he really like? He must have like really got hurt with that clothesline. Yeah, nah, seriously, he looked like he he. I mean, he didn't say a peep 
Yeah, <laughs> right, he didn't say that, like nothing. But I was surprised. I don't want to play wrestling anymore. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, right. I I just wish Pimmel would have been like he wanted to embarrass me in my hometown, so I'm embarrassing him in his hometown, New York, the 22nd. You know, see, what it mean? would that would have worked if they didn't just release uh, uh, tickets for the Long Island show today. Oh, uh, okay, that makes yeah, sense. So, yeah, so yeah, okay. Which uh, I do have a promo code if y'all want. Let's get it. Or like uh, Daniel says, let's fucking go, dude. Yeah, I fucking know. It's so funny because you see Bree like always like coming LFG. I'm like, <laughs> wasn't you weren't here? You weren't shooting in the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> go home with Bird. Yeah, you got your businesses. <laughs> yeah, go go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, the elite in ring interview with Tony Chavon. Mm. And this is where it gets spicy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Callus starts by referencing uh, Omega Top in the PWI list we talked about uh, earlier from before the break, yep. or after the break, I should say. Talks about the Bucks giving the fans a great memory at All Out with the tag team match of the year, but said that they had their tag titles stolen from stolen. them. Stolen. Uh, Nick uh, with a connecting chain from his nose ring to his earring oh, yeah, for seen, some reason. I've seen him do it before. And it, it's all kayfabe, so I'm just like, <laughs> yo, what in what in Prince of Persia, or what in 300 Persian Prince fucking... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's uh, yeah. He doing it, Leonidas. Get get that heat. <laughs> I mean, he had the whole Hogan thing going at the page. Yeah, so. no. See, I was gonna ask you about that first. I thought he shared. I'm like, oh fuck, he fucking yeah, bro. Shit. I was yeah, like, I, had no I was like, why is it like he shared? I was like, he, I was, in my head, I was like, he has the Henry Cavill mustache from Superman. Mm. I'm like, what is going on? And I was like, why has he got the CGI shit going on? And I'm like, oh fuck, that's fucking. Oh okay, Fu Manchu for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, Nick says that not only will they get their titles back, but they got their best friend back, and then introduces the newest member of the elite, which I was surprised they didn't call it the super elite. But then we hear it's all about that move as uh, Adam Cole comes Adam out Cole, to bye-bye. join the elite in the ring and uh, ask who's ready for story li- uh, story time with Adam Cole, baby. He keeps asking, but he never gets to the story. Yeah. But then he he first settles some business with Tony Chavone, tells him, "I know you're close to Britt Baker." And says that if you so much as look at her the wrong way, I'll slap those stupid glasses off your face and whip your ass. And basically tells him to get out of the ring while incessantly calling him a nerd. Can you imagine the willpower of of Carl and Luke not being able to go, nerd? I wouldn't be surprised if they just didn't come up on Mike. Uh, Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he was, I was like, This was smart. Right out the gate, stop cheering me. I'm going after Tony. You know what I mean? I don't care. 100%. Right? Yeah. Uh, says AEW is the best wrestling company in the world due to the men in the ring. Says he knows he's new to AEW, but he's been elite for a long time. Says he's a once-in-a-generation professional wrestler, and now that he's uh, with the very best, uh, calls the Bucks the best tag team in the world. Says Kenny is also a once-in-a-lifetime professional wrestler, and says uh, now the elite is complete, baby. Says he's making his in-ring debut for AEW next week. As Omega grabs the mic now and says that he is in the mood to party but hates interruptions and talks about All Out before Brian Danielson interrupts him yet again. Go figure. Uh, and makes his way out. Uh, Omega spazzes out and asks the rest of the elite to clear the ring as he, quote-unquote, wants the room for a moment to speak to the new guest, mm-hmm. in Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, Danielson in the ring as he grabs the microphone from Kenny before he can even get a few words out. And uh, pretty much asked the crowd if they want to see Omega versus Danielson do a huge yes chant. Yeah, of course. Calls out Omega for being the quote-unquote greatest wrestler to ever live and how no one is on his level and how he says that no one is on his level but says Omega is scared to take the match because he's scared of him because he knows that he'll get his head kicked in and that he's not on his level. 
Omega gets upset, takes off the sports jacket, so you know he's serious. Mm-hmm. Tries to uh, attack Brian, who counters by trying to lock in the yes lock, but the rest of the elite hit the ring and jump Brian before Jurassic Express. Christian and Kazarian all hit the ring for the save as Brandon Cutler fucks up and finds himself oh, yeah. surrounded by the faces and turns around to eat a running knee from Danielson to send him home packing. Yeah, man. Uh, the only thing I had was, uh, you know, Adam Cole tweeted how I guess he had a successful Twitch stream now that he's on AEW and said, yeah. thank to everybody, short but sweet. I'm so glad I got, I got to catch up with you all. And then yeah. Kenny responded and said, this is going to be awkward, but um, I did about this Twitch thing, check, check your, your DM. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, awesome. You got to love these guys, man. Yeah, I mean, because we, dude, like, as much as they're the, just a t-shirt company, just, right? Just, as much as they do, like that's you know, as far as their availability and and how demanding the schedule is for WWE, the fact that they're not down to let them, you know, earn a little bit of coin, yeah. outside just by I don't know further connecting with my fans on a different level, like that's insane yeah. to me. Like how while sacrificing my body for and, your program, and it's like you know, even shortening if, my lifespan for your program. I don't know if there was even options of them trying to take a percentage of it, and maybe people were just like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Um, but for them to not even at least entertain that if they haven't, that's kind of from what I heard. It's too. not that the percentage was they felt like it was their income to have. Because, that's that's insane because you know, they're like, well, you're they using, felt like it was somehow a breach you're, of you're, the contract. You're, you're making new fans off of the backs of our uh, intellectual property. Yeah, yeah, that's how they. But were, see, yeah. but like, what about Paige? Because Paige, she's not active. I mean, she still got hers, and I don't know if she just made a new one. I know she goes by Soraya Knight on there, but I, I, she might be the exception. You know what I mean? Like we said. I mean, I do know that AJ still has his, but it's like, a, I guess, a WWE yeah. type of yeah, he's, thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, I, I'm, I'm betting. Uncle Allen. I'm, I'm betting he's like, oh, yeah. I wish I could be with my friends. <laughs> keeps throwing up the two sweet, and it's mm-hmm. like, dude, when if Finn leaves, like, like, like he's hitting, it's just you, bro. I it mean, ain't nobody. Yeah. Unless you're going to, like, you know, induct, like, Shinsuke and Samoa or something. Like, you know what I mean? I have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not even, I don't know if you got the, the rights to all that. Yeah. Um, they just uh, dissolved NXT Japan, so doubt it. Uh, anyway, match updates for uh, later this week and, and uh, next week. Um, Pac versus Andrade El Idolo. We're finally getting it on Rampage. I'm very excited for uh, that. We did talk about Rio, Statlander, and Soho versus Baker, Hater, and Rebel in a trios match. Uh, we also have Max Caster and Pillman Jr. as well, as we talked about. And uh, they said Darby is going to respond to Tully, which I thought was weird because I'm like, is he responding to the to the challenge? But then I'm like, okay, no, he's just responding to his promo because they did advertise that for next week is Darby versus Sean Spears on Dynamite. Yeah, right. I thought uh, that was so weird. I was like, uh, okay. Well, like, what? Is there a reason is to pre Or <laughs> is it just maybe to address the crowd since losing to uh, CM Punk, but you know, losing still triumphantly as, he, as he's great at doing? Uh, we do have uh, Jade Cargill versus Layla Hurst finally getting some Jade action on the uh, mm-hmm. you know, on the main show. This is probably no doubt not going to be one of those short matches with like, you know because they've been investing in Layla Hurst. Yeah. So, um, and then of course we got Adam Cole Bay Bay in ring debut against Frankie Kazarian, and also uh, announced. And I knew they had to do something big here. Uh, Cody Rhodes will make his uh, return against Malachi Black at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show again yeah. going down in New York uh September 22nd. So we got that match and M- MGF versus Brian Pillman Jr. so yeah, far well, on it's that. Just, so. it's, it's just a uh, uh, focus on Cody. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but from here we had the main event man. I'm I'm going to go through this cuz I did hear that there was um news of them getting time cut on this. Yeah. So some people apparently. were a little bit uh I heard Minoru was a little bit upset about it. It seemed like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really broken English in what I saw, but it, roughly, yeah. It's something to do with his opening. I, it sounded like he oh, got music? it, but it wasn't filmed or something or 
time res- I don't know. It seemed like there was a big pop he got that I don't know if they just skipped it or if it's uh, a part that's pop worthy, like it's part of his entrance that people were expecting to hear or something. I, but that's what I heard. Like they got some time cut off from the match partially and more so the entrance. So, right. uh, yeah, because Mox had a long ass entrance. I was gonna so. say you would think he would not come out from the <laughs> yeah, crowd. Mox like, had a he had he had a long ass entrance. Yeah, Anyways, and, mm. uh, they trade strong uh, strong style forms and big boots, and both are still standing. To uh, kaiju's, if you will, mm-hmm. until Mox uh, actually staggers Suzuki a bit right before the picture in picture, which I was like, that was a horrible time doing the picture in picture. Dude, uh, Minoru fights back with the hanging arm. That's why I knew I was like, okay, they don't have a lot of time. No. When I saw that. Yeah, uh, Minoru fights back with the hanging arm bar on the ropes. Continues targeting uh, the arm of Moxley as uh, he tries to fight back, but can't get enough strength in his strikes due to Suzuki wearing down the right arm. Uh, but powers through with the King Kong lariat out of the corner. Hits a huge vertical suplex as well for a near fall. Uh, Suzuki battles back with a running boot in the corner, which it's funny because, you know, Taz used to talk some shit about Suzuki and the towel, and he used yeah. to talk reckless. And then, you know, it's funny when he makes his uh, his entrance, he's like, you know, it was kind of weird having to, how to do commentary yeah. for a guy walking out with a, <laughs> yeah. with a with a towel. But, you know, I do respect him. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I bet. It's just weird. Just weird. But, but so I, thought, I thought it was hilarious because he also kind of does the rear naked and he does like the mm. running like Brooklyn boot Basically, in the corner. Yeah. I, was like, yeah, no, I was like, no knee pads. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is kind of mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, anyway. Everything you wish you were, Taz. <laughs> right. Shit. Uh, he hits the running boot in the corner. Uh, Mox answers uh, by biting Suzuki's forehead. Suzuki reciprocates the biting, and they trade headbutts as well to another stalemate. Uh, Mox goes for the big lariat again, but Min- uh, Minoru counters with the rear naked choke and goes for the God-style pile driver, but Mox counters out and hits the snap paradigm shift for the one count. Uh, Minoru busted open uh, now. Oh, I, was he? Yeah. See, the thing is, I watched it, and I don't know if he's touching his head to see if he bled or if he real quickly just said, <laughs> gig. Just, just, yeah, just gigged right. it. Um, which, you know, it adds to the story. We all know how yeah. it goes, man. But yeah, busted open now. Mox he tries. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Mox tries taking him down with a series of lariats, but Suzuki fires up and hits a big drop kick. Uh, but the finish comes when Suzuki tries for the rear naked again, but Mox hits a few stiff strikes to the head to daze him enough to hit the real paradigm shift for the win and a kick out right after three, which is how you fucking do it, man. Yeah. Uh, Post match. Mox just walked around the live crowd and just celebrates the win with the hometown, man. That was, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, it just had a weird thing with this because it was like I rather would have rather gotten three more minutes of match and then you have him be, look like a star in the ring versus like, yeah, you know, had he looked like he was running around trying to get people to jump on him, like, until the very end. Like, it, it, you know, there's one point he grabs a chair and doesn't even know why he grabbed the chair and then put it back. Now, you know the what one mean? thing like, I've been noticing is he keeps uh, walking out and throwing the water bottles, like, just yeah. to me. I'm like, dude. Are you even letting anybody know that you're going to be throwing these water bottles? Because what if it skips up and hits somebody in the fucking face? Yeah, seriously. I mean, I, I, I like the effect it looks visually. He's trying to get psyched out, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I did enjoy the match, but the picture-in-picture picture definitely robbed some minutes from this. Um, you know, things that I think from a, you know, that's why they got the fucking TV deal. So they got a bigger audience to see people like this and enjoy the forbidden door treats that we get from time to time. But I don't feel like people really got a chance to enjoy it unless they were watching on the fight. 
right at maybe. I don't know. Like that might have been the only platform yeah, that, where it was again, in that, picture in picture. Yeah, that's that the one that of. I got. I mean, they announced when they're going in and coming back from it, but yeah, yeah you know. But and um, he's gotta tighten up that paradigm shift, bro. It's looking like a butterfly suplex now. He needs oh, the to one chill. he hit him with, yeah, I don't know if that was by design. Like yeah. maybe he thought he was really busted open and wanted to protect him. I have no idea. I'm trying to see the one he used to um, hit Jericho with. Man. But I do give credit where credit's due because Tony Schiavone actually brought up topically mm. how Lance Archer's part of Suzuki. Yeah, Gun. I did like that. Um, Suzuki Goon. And uh it says that you know the legend, Minoro and his protege, longtime partner, Lance mm-hmm. Archer, were both furious about the preferential hometown treatment Moxie received last night at Dynamite and says that we'll hear from Suzuki Gun next Wednesday on Dynamite where they'll issue a new challenge to Moxley. I wonder so. if this will turn into uh, him and Eddie. I don't know. Well, I, I, I kind yeah, of want to see Eddie yeah, come yeah. back with that team. I mean, I don't want to say I'm with but, you on that, yeah. But he's definitely doing something, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. definitely different and... It's not so much with the Bucks, even though they've kind of moved away from that. But yeah, they ain't over here trying to like, you know, do their stone best stone cold impersonation on a tractor or yeah, trailer. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, in the parking lot and then all that stuff. But yeah, man, that was dynamite, man. I just wanna, um, you know, thank y'all for listening as always, man. Um, again, we had a big weekend and we're happy to even talk about it. Yeah, had a kind of, uh, you know, kind of control <laughs> the amount that we I mean, we can go on tangent for days, obviously, oh, yeah. man. But uh, again, man, we love to do this because we do this for y'all. We like to give it to you, you know, raw, real, and just, you know, we just like to give back to the culture, man. We keep it from the culture since day one, and y'all always showing love from day one. So uh, if you're not already, which I don't know why you're not, go ahead and follow us, man, on everywhere you can on social media. That is The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on uh, Twitter, as well as backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Alternatively, don't forget to uh, hit us up, Show at gmail.com. Man, I'm telling you. We got these T-shirts, bro. It's yeah. real simple. Get your little pocket tee, man. You can put whatever you want in that pocket. We don't, we, we don't judge around here. No. But all we, what we do is uh, we appreciate y'all for supporting us. Definitely and, uh, do. Make sure you also, uh, you know, check out everywhere we go uh, as far as dropping this podcast. And that's every week, every Friday, man. Mm-hmm. Of course, the good people at True100Radio.com, man. They are always, uh, you know. Holding us give, down. Yeah, holding us down, man. And uh, make sure you tune in and uh, check them out as far as the True Fest coming up. But, of course, you can get us on uh, SoundCloud. That is uh, uh, Apple. Uh, uh, I can't always say Apple Music, man, because I'm always yeah, on, no, on no, the brain. It's, it's the, it's the uh, yeah, you got SoundCloud. CastBox, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. There we go, man. You know, iTunes, of course. We're always on iTunes. And, uh, again, man, True 100 Radio as well. I believe the podcast is, uh, app as well. I was, oh, Apple, yeah. as well as Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, man, uh, be sure to, like I said, tune in, man. We always got something special coming on. Um, and uh, make sure you tune in and check out Doc Lesnar's music. And on top of that, make sure y'all are getting those entries in Yo. for the giveaway. Doc, talk to him. Yeah, without further ado, man, you guys know what it is. I've been telling you guys for weeks, man, that this is awesome project. It's been flourishing beautifully, man. The numbers are great. The streams are great. I just saw today I got 1.7, I think it's 1,000 people that are in Germany listening to this Sheesh. project right now. It's like it's worldwide. It's going great. The all-time streams. I keep telling y'all, having a hard time keeping them down. Now, right now, what Quincy Jones is trying to remind you guys is that Lesnar mania giveaway it's going on right now uh on ig it's live all you guys got to do is go follow me at doc lesnar and you'll see the post right there you want to go ahead and like the post you want to share the post whether it's on your story on your timeline you want to tag me at doc lesnar once again and then you want to go ahead and hashtag lesnar mania and you're right there that's that's the first uh entry that you get right there to get this eight item merch bundle by yours truly uh like i said there's uh, two lighters there's a foam finger that's a two sweep me when you greet me type of thing t-shirt snapback we got uh stickers and of course 
course, the CD uh, version of this is awesome. And I believe it's, uh, oh, a lapel pin, man. So uh, go ahead and get a second entry by leaving a comment on that same post. I'm telling you, that same post. Let me know what your favorite song is off the album. You got two entries, and we will reveal the winner via live drawing on IG Live. That is on Wednesday, September 22nd, the day of the big show in New York for AEW Dynamite. And yeah, man, just go ahead and uh, get your entries in. In the meantime, follow your boy, like I said, at Doc Lesnar on uh, Instagram or at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things meme related, wrestling related. Uh, that's, you know, just my contributions to this beautiful show we do on a week to week basis, man. Go ahead and also follow me on TikTok at Doc Lesnar and uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. Uh, besides that, man, check out the music as always. It's on every single platform you could think of. And uh, without further ado, my dude, uh, another great show, I must say. Um, I got three words for him. Top guys, guys out. out.